the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. If you want to maybe... Do you want to maybe take a second to put your microphone in your mouth or... Uh, do you wanna? Do you wanna just? Do you want a sec? Just do I take look a sec? Do I look like I need one? <laughs> What are you saying? Just take a sec. I'm in no rush. If uh, not by the way, rush. you're this close to telling me to relax. Well, uh, and I, calm I just, down. You entered eight times, and I, I was just like, I think she could use some sunshine. I think minutes. you could use a microphone near your mouth. Oh, here we're going then. Okay, we the are going. Yeah, we are. Dude, okay. we've been going. We're okay. We're in. I got you those flowers. That is. That's that's to say thanks. I haven't seen you forever. Okay. Can I tell you something about flowers? Yes. It's easily the only gift I personally appreciate. Oh well, that's good. Like, thank you so much. Yeah. As someone whose mom did just die, and I'm fine. It's it's good. Like she, it's it's finally not sad. I I'll go. I'll take him back. I get the See, bigger one. See, now are you a little? Now um, I get the bigger one. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I, <laughs> wait, I didn't even think size wise. Like, wait, this wasn't for my mom dying, right? Because that's just know, disrespect. I'm so sorry about that. I'm joking. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I think that a lot of at first I thought people were sending me flowers, and I was like, I just watched someone slowly die. Why are you sending me things that uh, slowly die? And then I was like, No, no, I like it. Okay. I like it. I love it. And I just want to say thank you because I think a lot of people go like, Should I give someone flowers or am I giving them a chore? This is my love language. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Well, I'm glad it uh, happened. So and thank you to your wife or whoever got these. Uh, me. No, me. Really? <laughs> me. Did you go into like Rock and Roll Ralph's <laughs> and get them out of the fridge? No, I was. I, I, uh, yeah, there's a Ralph's down the street. Yeah. I, is that true? <laughs> But I was like, this is this was the nicest thing they had there. I was like, all right, let me get like, that. Like truly thank you. Yeah. And I was walking. I was pacing in and out while uh, Steve was uh, hanging out here waiting. And I came in because I was just looking at them. I was like, I was like, oh, no, yeah. this is my favorite flower. It's called thistle. I would, I would, it li literally looks like a weed to me. This is, well, ugh, most of them are purple thistle. See that, how beautiful that is? Oh, So okay, I was yeah. engaged and uh, didn't, uh, didn't pan out. Anything else? Can we talk about the Holocaust? <laughs> we just, we're going to get to that. Let's talk I about abortion, right? I'm half yeah. Jewish. You did. Ashkenazi. Doesn't that make um, so Whitney, much sense? We've known that. We've all known that for a long time. <laughs> You thought I was German Nazi. <laughs> Now I'm insulted. You thought I was half Jewish. Oh, the way you operate in this town of come on, oh, you no. got it. It's a second Don't, language. You think if I was Jewish, the weather no, would be a little better. <laughs> you think well, I, I'd, I'd hear about it a lot more? <laughs> I I would have thought I was a Nazi, no. German ancestry. Do no. this, do that. Buy my show, or I'll accuse you of rape. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? What do you, Whatever you want. What do you think I'm doing in these meetings? Yeah, I'll blow the whistle. Pitching ideas? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Steve Byrne is here. Can I give context on you? Are you sure? First of all, the first thing I ask most guests that people are kind of like, they're like, is are we friends? I believe we're friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I will tell you this. And I was a little peeved, but I, you know, I, I, Fair. You know, Fair. I, I would... Uh, during pandemic, when it first happened, there were like literally just a handful of people that I miss seeing in the hallway. I miss seeing at the store. I miss seeing like just in general. And, yeah. and so the store was always Wasn't a place you would go. Wasn't it weird when we found out that we all liked each other? 
I I generally enjoyed a lot of people <laughs> there, and I was like, oh, I miss this individual. Yeah. So I, I reach out to a handful like two or three times, and by the by the second or third, if they don't get back, it's like, all right, well, I'll just I'll see them when I see them, right? Yeah. And you were an individual I reached out to, but I I, I also know Did like I, how. Was it, but wasn't I on? Um, according to everyone on uh, drugs and cocaine, like remember during the pandemic? Did I not respond? Well, uh, Did I not respond at all? No, but I also know it's like it's one of those things where the minute you see somebody, you just catch up, and you never know what That's somebody else true. is going through. That's true. During in a text, pandemic, and the text is kind of like if they don't respond, like what are the chances I saw it and went nah? Well, look, I've been there. Like comics, of no, course. I know. We're I'm just like, like ah, shit. I'm, I'm I'm about to fly literally, and then so you forget the about pandemic. It. Is yeah. so you're making me realize mm-hmm. the pandemic was a bunch of like spoiled brat. Like for comics, we're so used to seeing each other at night. Yes, like because sure. our job is our hang, mm-hmm. and then we get to catch up, and then the pandemic happened, and we're all like, how do we hang out? How do I see my friend? And we were like, let's do a Zoom comedy show. It's like let's just do a Zoom. And yeah. catch up as humans. Right. Like we don't know how to just be normal friends. Yeah. And I think that uh, that that's a judgment. I don't mean to be a judgment, but I think we were all like, like, uh, like hearting each other's tweets. Like we just like didn't know how to hang out. Right. Like, how do you be a human without the identity of being a comic? Solely the driving force of your every day is a comic, and then it's taken away from you. It's like, oh, I'm just a person. And like, then how do I? When a comic just texts you to check in, you're like, they're gonna uh, what? What podcast? Do you now want we got to talk. Or yeah. you want me to be on the podcast? What is it? Yeah. No, yeah. do your podcast. Just say it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want you. I, I didn't I have a podcast. I, I just know. Like, I'm joking. Hey. I just mean like. But my my answer to you is I absolutely um, do believe we're friends. From my perspective, you are somebody I've always appreciated and respected. And anytime I met a young comic when I lived here in LA, and they'd be like, "What do I need to do?" What do I, I'm like, I'm like literally. You watch somebody like Whitney Cummings, especially back in the day when you when you you were always had a backpack on. You're always you're constantly like working. You're just work and i think wearing a jansport backpack fyi great way to get male comics to not flirt with you that is true it is a man repelling device and a wide new balance shoe that you used to wear that, there's a wide new balance was, and the jansport okay why okay. do you hate short are we people? friends i'm a sh- i have i'm missing a chromosome and a doctor <laughs> ga- a doctor gave me those sneakers <laughs> by the way by the way, you should show me the prescription. For, the way, it's like I have to wear these. By the way, this is this is how. Where's your mask? Where's your vax card? And I need to see the prescription for those fucking. I have a real one and a fake one. Which yeah, one do you for the say? snowshoes, please. Now, okay. So this is how demonic my work ethic was, and I think it might have been a like type of OCD or something too. I don't know. Yeah. All of those diagnoses are wild, but I started wearing velcro new balance shoes because i thought like oh tying your shoes every day takes like 15 seconds times seven days a we're week we're not friends it was nice <laughs> seeing you bye guys thank you you know where to Wait, find me no we're sworn enemies um i'll and- be the guy in the ford fiesta out front blowing his brains out uh what whitney and then i was like because there was also this clip of this football player i don't remember which one like maybe art monk or some shit i don't know but it wasn't him it was you and like every everybody that lives in a gated community in in west palm beach (laughs) over the age of 80 is wearing (laughs) sketcher velcros (laughs) and then but i was like i think this saves me time but what i did all of the things i was doing to try and like be a professional comic right even though it looked crazy at the time, it, <laughs> did, it did make sure no man ever tried to fuck me Yo, in what comedy. Guy's like, what guy's like, oh, Whitney, let's fucking do it. He's like, you want to roll, Dude, bitch? Hold on. How about this? How about this? How about this? <laughs> Take off the one. 
No, keep no, no, the no, no, shoes no, no, no. on, baby. Way, no, he wa- he's the pedophile. They're all pedophiles. <laughs> so they, want me to, they love my well, well, I, I dressed like a, ch- a kid from Stranger Things <laughs> for about 12 years. Okay. Season one and two. Yeah. By the way, not one comic. Mm-hmm. By the way, I've never hooked up with a comic. You right. know that? Yep. Why did you look down when you did that? You no, linked. You I did. Me? I, I don't fucking judge Judy me. You're like, you're like, I read the <laughs> tells. No, I'm telling you, I, I've never, ever heard of you being with a comic. Yeah, album. but there was some, uh, she fucked someone to get this, which is so funny because it's like, I think I was, uh, she just worked so, hard, but, and I'm going to tell the story about how we met in a second. So <laughs> I, I, I think I wanted to work really, really hard too. not only cause I, I knew all the comics I respected. I knew how much work they put in. And um, and I knew I was like, oh, you b- get good as a comic if you work really, really hard at like forty. Like that was my thing. It wasn't like I need to get a sitcom, which was ironic that I kind of did in a way. But I also think I was playing defense on people saying she fucked her way to the top, so everyone could say like right, she right. works her ass. Off. Like no one was I. You know what I mean? Like I didn't hang. No, I, I think you. I was scared. If I were to. Be blunt. I, I think you're you're somebody who, and I was talking to a, a comic the other day about this, where um, you you were the first comic I ever heard the term brand about. You were discussing what an agent had talked to you about branding with you and talking about uh, prior to. I think comedy was just like you could just do stand up. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You're a comedian. That's it. You were the first comic I saw that was a lot more business savvy, but you can't just be a comic these days. You got to be spinning a few plates yeah. to keep relevant. Well, and you were the say, first to do it. And it's corny to say like, what's my brand? But I think it's a helpful exercise to, um, uh, what's the word when you, um, fo- uh, fo- um, compartmentalize, uh, focus, like focus, oh. comics hone your focus yep. because we can do so many things. Sure. We can make jokes about airplanes or this. Blah, blah, blah. And I think when I started as a comic, mm-hmm. I was like, what's funny to other people? Okay, comics do airplane jokes. What's my airplane joke that no one else has told? Um, uh, which, by the way, sorry, I can't. You know that. Sorry, I, I'm in a place where if I want to time out and go on a tangent, I'm going to. Okay. Because I'm here for it. every man that makes billions of dollars on podcasts does sure. it. So I'm going to do it, too. Oh, okay. One of my favorite things Steve has ever said or done, frankly, I think about it every time I'm in the airport, is your joke about the way to get people to stop talking to you on planes when they sit down is when they go like, <laughs> I think, look, I'm going to butcher it. Oh. Um, being like, hey, uh, where, are you, where are you headed? And you just go, thanks. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's right. <laughs> I, I totally Are you forgot laughing that, but you're, at your own joke? No, no, no. Oh, but it is, it is. Awkward. <laughs> or was I better at it? You were better at no, it. Yes, but you were better at no, it. No, you but, go yeah. like, thank you so much. I mean, thank you so much. And then I pull my hat down. And that, that's <laughs> and, that's the joke. Yeah. And you haven't. And it's true. And they just go, oh, either they go, thank God. Uh, yeah. We he, Thank you. for Now st- we don't have to do this. Thank you for stopping me from doing that. That was yeah. weird. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm that person now. All oh, the, all these, oh, sorry, go ahead, please. Because I think before you take off, people are anxious. Like, they're like, do I need to check in with this guy? Sure, yeah. Do I need to make sure they're not a murderer? Whatever. Or like, does he want me to say hi? Or just like, I want to get in good with this guy because <laughs> we have five hours together. Sure, yeah. Like, I don't want to be like, I don't want things to be awkward. Uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah, but also just, I like when two people just go like, how you doing? Thanks. We're done. And we're both like, whoo. Yeah. And then also, if someone does want to talk to you, it's like an energy vampire, and it's not their fault. They didn't bring a book. They didn't. They don't have a fucking hobby. They don't right. have Fruit Ninja on their phone. Like, why the fuck 
am I your source of entertainment on this flight? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. But then you think the odds. You go, there's fucking 80 seats on here. Uh-huh. And, and I hit the fucking lottery. <laughs> I got to sit next to fucking Town Banana today and hear this shit. There's only one time I, I, I I'll tell you, all these years I've flown. One conversation I've had on an airplane, it was with Nestor Campbell, who is an actor who I don't I don't know at all, but Woman? No, I he he was the oh, sorry, mayor of Gotham City in the dark. He's he's working all the time. He was in Lost. And a phenomenal actor and one of those uh character actors that's in everything. Yeah. You see him all the time. And he was flying to Vancouver. And, by the way, and he let me guess, last seat of coach. No, 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 no. Like, we, it, I love when you meet someone in every movie. And everyone thinks they're like billionaires and they don't know they got paid like a day rate of $500, <laughs> but they're in every Marvel movie. Yes. Yeah. The, the, it was the one time where I was actually in like in, in first this years ago. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'm in first. And I'm, I'm sitting next to an established actor. With how much cool. we travel, it's kind of easy to fly first. I'm not brag. I'm just saying. When, when You'll we, get the upgrade even if you don't we, buy it. When we say yeah. we fly first, it's not us being like, we're elitist assholes. Like we don't pay for it. You're <laughs> okay. I'm not going to pay $3,000 for a fucking... What did we do when we, we just went to New York for Anna Delvey? Remember the ticket was like $3,000 yeah, for like first class or we, something? You flew in the bag. you flew in the mesh bag, right? I, that I, she carried and stuffed I under the seat? the puppy dog makeup yeah. on. There we go. Good. Curled I up. did for a while. <laughs> <laughs> this is so crazy. When I was like doing, you know, you do 80 cities a year. I'm not sure. trying to get points for it. That's what we do for a living. I did order offline when I got really obsessed with EMFs, like a sleeping bag that was like EMF proof but I would sleep in it on the plane with the foil lining. like a full yeah on the inside <laughs> like the guy from Better Call Saul's dad right a brother that just wears like the old <laughs> it does help like See, a snuggie here's what you don't here's here's the only problem with your joke <laughs> okay this is 15 years ago the that way I don't that even, I yep. behave you have to behave in a way that okay. they don't even think about it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's your you're problem right. yeah is you're here America's dad over here America's, Mr. fucking you know Mr. Me. nice guy yeah people look at me on a plane and they're like she needs like space like we can't like she is <laughs> she is honestly like put the kids in the back like she's like a pro like you have to come off a little dangerous or mine is this. Mine is this. <laughs> I you have garden hose and running car look. You're like, I'm taking oh. vitamins. I've got a yeah. vitamin. I'm like, I'm fucking, I sit down and I get to work. I'm pluck, doing. When's the last time you came? just. <laughs> Never. <laughs> D batteries. You have some of so, my favorite uh, jokes. When When is the last time you got to A point just, I was making? A finish the story? Relax and and like just did I not just tell you, you he was going to tell me to relax? But, I called it. No, but did you just steal my thing? <laughs> Sorry, you were saying <laughs> no. Please, no. It's I'm just honored to be sitting in the same seat as Dan Levy was in. So, best hair in comedy, by the way, and Dan Levy. And ah, uh, no, yes. they, the best hair in comedy is actually his one year old daughter Penny. Um, uh, best hair in comedy. That's a good game. Ran is easy. Oh, thick. Thick hair. By the way, fishy. It's a yeah. little fishy. Yeah. I don't know about this. Even hair. when he comes out of the shower, it's still like, but like you could take you... a shower again. <laughs> but he takes it. No, 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 he's the only person. I, a lot of men do this. They get yeah. out of, they wash their hair. Mm -hmm. They get out of the shower and then they put in like pomade. It's like, no, sure. that's what you, that's what you wash out. You You're just, washing it out. Yeah. Yeah. But then you got to put it but, back in so it looks normal. Do you? Uh, I, I look did, like way, a mad scientist me, if I don't. Do, do, does anyone think it looks cool? Pomade? Yeah. 
I don't Has know. You tell me. Seen a guy with pomade and been like, sick. Uh, you've never seen a Ryan Reynolds movie, apparently. I I saw one. It was called uh, Lash Lampoon's Van Wilder. I was in college. I interviewed him in his Four Seasons Hotel Suite because I was correspondent for my college television entertainment uh, station, and that is also a movie based on Burt Kreischer. Yes. And by the way, I, I by did. the way, I dare you to ask me another question. <laughs> you won't. I, I, I won't. Yeah, I, I see. Won't. I make it so bad that you won't do it again. I'm punished. I, I understand. <laughs> I smoked all the cigarettes in the in the closet, Daddy. I won't smoke anymore. Um, I did Bert's podcast Tuesday, nice. and I'm still hungover. I'm still like. Ooh, I, I, I'm I'm not. Oh. I, what are you drinking these days? Because because by the way, I also let me be clear. I would like to work on this new thing. Uh, I'll just do it for me, and if people want to follow suit, fine. But I'm a rich white woman, so if you don't do what I say, I'll like you'll you'll be I'll, offended. I'll, it'll you'll be offended, and hell has no be fury on my, like a white woman. Okay, offended. so like I will be. Sorry, I get. I'm so excited to see you. I think that <laughs> when I haven't seen comics that I love for a while, we should probably hang like the night before and get all of our like, get it all out little of little yeah. sillies out, yeah. and then podcast because I just like have so much to say to you that I cannot say on camera. It's wild, but <laughs> okay. But uh, but wait. Oh, oh yes. I think now when we say someone's a scumbag in Hollywood or comedy, we we can't say that unless we give props to someone who's not. So we spend a lot of time, people, not people, I saying Kevin Spacey's a fucking creep, you know, Bill Cosby's a rapist, but you know who's not? Jim Gaffigan. Sure. Exactly. That's a great one. Exactly. Yeah. By the way, it's not that I couldn't think of one. I was just trying to think of a friend that uh, would be willing to be looped into this fucking entanglement. (laughs) Anthony Anderson. You know who's not? Tom Papa. Yeah. You know who's not? Steve Byrne. Right. Like, let's lift other men up that aren't. Sure. Because now the the conversation is all comics are fucking perverts. You're like, no, we just don't. There's no news article that's like, Steve Byrne loves his wife. (laughs) Like, no one wants to read that. No offense. And and my wife doesn't want to hear it at this point. Yeah, she's like, like, I get it. Get off me. I almost feel like guys like... So you are a rapist. It all comes clean in the wash. But you know who's not? My dad. I don't know. Well, he was, did serve in Korea. He did serve in Korea. Very yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. So can I first just say uh, the, um, uh, the the risk of possibly being quite boring, uh, how I met Steve, you probably wouldn't even rem- uh, remember this. I tell this story a lot when your name comes up. Okay. Which is when I first started doing comedy, um, I booked a stand-up spot on Last Call with Carson Daly. Okay, like six months in. It was probably mm-hmm. a little soon for me. This was a time where female comics, like a lot of female comics were like, I'm not getting what I deserve because I'm a female. Sorry to mock. I didn't mean to do that. So like, I don't know what voice a female comic, like complain, sure. you know, we, whatever. Our job, com- comedians are professional complainers. So always take everything we say with a grain of salt. Like we'll complain about, I mean, Gary Goldman, one of my favorites. We'll complain about sugar cookies for 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> As if it like, it is true. as yeah. if your her his daughter was killed by a falling sugar cookie. Like that's right. how much will something benign will get something kind of lovely. Frankly, will get under our skin. Yes, you know, and nowhere in the joke is it like, and it gives you diabetes. It's like th- that's not even my problem with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just right, like yeah. mincemeat. <laughs> like that's just a fucking two hour meltdown. Like little shit. Right. I feel like we're like emotionally dyslexic. Like we don't give a f- like wars and stuff. We're like, 
we can't do anything about that. But you know what I can do something about? (laughs) These fucking things. Why? Why? 18 minutes on that. Why? Why? Ukraine, we'll never know anything. There might be a war. We'll never know. We'll never know. But what I can, so we focus on what we can control, I think. Yes, yeah. So at the time, I was like, okay, uh, uh, that this is a long way of saying, I think that uh, I have a really hard time answering when people say, was it harder for you because you were a female comic? And like, mm, being a comic is impossible for every gender. For everybody, yeah. I actually think in the beginning. But at that time period, I would agree with you. At that time when you started- May I say something though? Yeah. I do believe I got a couple opportunities before I deserved them because they need to check a box. I shouldn't have been doing stand-up on live television after six months. Yeah, the six jokes months were good. Quick, they were good yeah. enough for you to MySpace me. But so let they, me- Oh, sorry, good. If I'm gonna tell a complimentary story about you, you all of a sudden, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm I, kidding. I, I was just listening. Yeah, I just love ahead. you. But I agree with you. Yes, at the time, but I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I maybe I deserved it. I probably did. To to do. Stand- There's a Booker that's booking it. That is Booker's. They don't. I don't believe Booker's book something to to check a box, especially back then. I think that they're seeing mm. something, or they want to yeah. be the first to go. Oh, her her TV debut is going to be on this show. Oh, let me get before. Let me. So let me ruin her career by putting her on before she's ready. Cool. I'm seeing stock before anybody else is buying in. Yeah, interesting. In this, and then it becomes like a people buy stock because I did it. Even if they weren't going, yeah, it is an interesting game of. But the validation was that it was it was there. So yeah, I did reach out on MySpace because back then too, like you're a young comic, you do watch the late night talk shows at that time period, and you'd always the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. (laughs) But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Be like, oh, who's this? Who's that? Who's Even that? Even if we're following each other on MySpace because we're both 100%. comics and I posted it, I, like, you weren't like, oh, I'm going to watch Carson Daly. Who's this young talent? Like, Who the fuck is that? That's you were fucking just, great Comics, set. we know what every other, like, y- comics are doing. It's like our, we have to know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's how Bobby Lee and I got friends because I saw his set on Tonight Show and I wrote him on MySpace too. Mm. And when I came out to LA like a few weeks later, um, I asked if I could meet him and that's how we initially met. And I was so complimentary, but I was I was literally like, I was so enamored with stand-up at the time and I would watch all the late night. And if a comic was on, I was like, oh, this is fucking great. Who is this person? Yes. You know, this is- The uh, great comics aren't like, who the fuck's this guy? Like great comics enjoy watching comedy. We like it. There's a lot of comics these days that yeah. don't like comedy. So when comedians are trying to, like, I don't even want to say woke comedians. That word is just so, it's, it's even insulting to annoying woke people at this point. Like, right, I don't even yeah. think it means anything. But like, the, even the sort of this like, a little bit of a new generation of comics. I don't feel like we ever did it. Like you're way ahead of me, but I don't think that 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 your generation of of like the killers and then uh, there was maybe one between us and then maybe like we never tried to like dethrone our elders. We were never yeah. like that guy's guy. Whereas a lot of the young people that are like, you're problematic. You can't fucking say that. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? I agree Why with are that. you? Yeah. By the way, you don't have to like us, mm-hmm. but you you're. I'm here for a reason. Coming for, com- you're next. If you're trying to come for comics, sure. the next generation is gonna come for you because you just set a standard of perfectionism. Right, yes. And we don't do that in comedy. And presentism. What's that? 
like like literally judging everything from the present to that, yeah, I did not know that word. That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Oh yeah, you said something ten years ago that I don't think is funny. That, yeah. Okay. First of all, you're a comic. We don't find anything funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No shit. Like honestly, for you to think I'm funny, I would have to throw myself down a flight of stairs, and like, um. So then, so I guess for me, I guess just like I'm kind of like. I, I'm a little bit cornered sometimes by this narrative of like, oh, male comics are creeps. You know what I mean? And right. I'm like, I'm so sorry. That's just not my experience as a female comic. Yeah. Like um, that I've ever been on the receiving end of. Mm -hmm. um, I've said what I've said on Twitter. But like, you know, I then get a DM from you. And and Steve, Steve Byrne at this point to me is like a god. Like you're like a god to me. Like I no. studied you. I mean, uh, uh, when we're all starting, we see sorry, people demigod. that. Sorry, demigod. I don't yes, know. Yeah, you're right. a god. Just take it. You know, he's like he he has like this documentary where he did 13 spots a night in New York City, like unheard of. But that's a real. And then I, because I'm going, oh shit, do a lot of spots. Don't do one spot for three minutes and then hang out for four hours. Like we, so because that's the trap you get in as a comic is I have right. to hang out with other comics, and that's when they don't buy tickets. Like being friends with comics is the best thing in the world, but like sure. the only way to get better is being on stage. And then, so I'm like, I'm obsessed with Steve Byrne at the time. This is a fan, you know? Sure. Following everything you do. Um, well, thank you. It's... And Louie and, you know, just whatever. And then, so yeah. you DM me and you're, and you know, of all people, when you sort of, it's impossible to get spots at clubs if someone doesn't kind of co-sign you in a right. way. So he basically he basically DM me. I think I probably still have a screen grab of it in my uh, hard drive thing. Um, uh, you said, "Hey, loved your set on Carson, sure. uh, Johnny." That's how old we are, and um, <laughs> <laughs> loved your set on on Carson. Yeah. Um, let me know when you're going to be in New York next, and I'll and I'll, I'll introduce you to Essie at the cellar. Yeah, and then Bobby Lee had just done that for me at the store, and I was like, "Oh, this." So you this had is no credibility at this point. So you were even. <laughs> so then, <laughs> so then he, uh, I write back and I go, "Yeah, I'm actually going to be in New York in a couple of weeks." I wasn't going to be in New York, right? At right. all. I had no money. I went to Buffalo Exchange and I sold Sean Lennon, John Lennon's son, friend, never hooked up. We were in an acting class together. He left a Duran Duran shirt at my house that was vintage and probably his dad's. I sold it at Buffalo Exchange for a couple hundos. Yeah. I did three focus groups that week, $50 a focus group. I think it was Neutrogena, Maybelline, one other fucking one. And then I was able to get a ticket to New York. And I literally, like, I was like, I'll be there next week. Like, just a total lie. Yeah. And then you rolled back. Yeah. Um, Cool. I said, you wrote back, when I say 12 spot times and yeah. club at, uh, names, it was like State of New York, 7.30 at, sure. at this Tuesday. Uh, and I was like, I literally packed my luggage to be like, I'm fucking this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like... It's fine. <laughs> like, it's fine. Like, by the way, small price, tiny price, small price to pay. So I'm like packing. Have you ever wanted to sleep with God? <laughs> so like, I'm like, <laughs> so I'm that like packing, so fucking funny. I'm like packing my like sneakers with laces, yeah. you know, like, 
I'm the packed, good shit. Like my my yeah. good backpack. Yeah. Like my like you know my like CVS song. You know, <laughs> and like I'm literally like I'm just ready. Um, I get there day one. Yeah. I'm doing four. Literally four. I have four spots in New York yeah. City with uh, uh, on stage with uh, like. Killers, murderer. It's like Judah Freelander, me. And this was like 15, 18 years ago, you know? Yeah. So I get to the first spot or whatever, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, what? He's not going to come to yeah. the spots I'm doing? Yeah. I guess on some level, I kind of thought it was like a date. I don't know. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why? Okay. I guess he's like, whatever. And like, you didn't like go, hey, where are you? how's it going? Didn't check, whatever. And yeah. then, I'm at, I don't know, it was like Dangerfields, you got me a couple. And then I think it was Comic Strip, mm -hmm. maybe. You showed up and someone's like, Steve Byrne is here or something. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> and you showed up with like the most beautiful model I've ever seen. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> and I was like. Those were the days. Yeah. Oh, this was, he was just helping me in comedy. He's just a comic. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you, one of the nicest is one of the nice compliments I ever got was at the store, and this was a few years ago. Like, it fucked with my self esteem for a couple of years. No, <laughs> no. And then, but, by the way, he was kind enough to bring me on tour with him to open for him on the road. Nothing. <laughs> I never hooked up with a. I, I think I might have hooked up with one female comic in well, 25 years. Let's see your material. Years. Let's see. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I was never like, a, I was like, why would you ever, ever put yourself in a situation, especially with somebody you respect and appreciate their comedy of, knowing you're going to see them again and working with them because we're all going to go through this the process of a marathon. And the only safe place we have are these clubs. Why would you make it toxic why? and distracting? Why? Also, uh, I guess I just think it's important to tell that story because mm -hmm. I did that. Like, I did it. Right, Like, right. it was a Rorschach test. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we go into situations with people that are not doing something malicious and we project because we've been, like, I'm the one that went, okay, I guess I'm fucking this guy. Like, you didn't do that. Right, right, you yeah. Just, you just did what, us com what mafia comics do, which is like, I know that this is, I was like you, really like fucking hilarious. Thank like, you. Great set. You, and, and then still saw, to this day. You saw like there's potential here. Like, yeah. like, like I know that like you know that you needed someone to help you. Sure, of course. 20 years before that, like someone, Colin Quinn or whoever had to be like this guy. Like, you know, and of you course. did that for me. Yeah. And um, then you brought me on the road with you because mm -hmm. the next way to get good as a comic is to go on the road with comics. Sure. You know, and to get that stage time. And like, I don't know if I was funny yet. It's like unclear. Yeah. But you were like, I'm going to let I'm going to let her work out at the gym because I it, you can't get stage time if you can't get stage time. You can't unless you're good. You can't get stage time. but You can't get good without stage time. And like you knew that like um, what's it called? I guess it's called a pickle. <laughs> like a, I or a, is it a jam or a pickle? A, a pickle. Yeah. Okay. I would say a pickle. Yeah. So my dogs are uh, pretty much all I, what's the word? Not all I care about, but um, look, the point is if they pass in the next like two or three years, um, I will be buying a handgun. There's this rigmarole now that like dogs should be vegan. No, they shouldn't. Worst thing for dogs, beans, peas, and lentils, they thin the lining of the dog's heart, which is why, how many appointments do we have uh, for the dog cardiologist this week, Katie? Five. <laughs> One for each ventricle. <laughs> so I've been 
feeding my dogs the wrong dog food for the past five years because all these companies come out and they're like, what about a uh, lentil chili, a lentil carrot, everything except what they're actually designed to eat. And now, finally, a company is just making food that does not stink up your garage or attract rats. That is, for I, I haven't even gotten to the copy yet. It's called Sundays, okay? They sent me this food. It has ch- completely changed my life. So this is uh, Sundays. It was co-founded by Dr. What is it? Dr. Tori, a practicing veterinarian. Uh, I'm shocked I haven't dated this doctor. Uh, Sundays contains 90% meat, 10% vegetables, but none of the ones that sc- screws up your dog's heart, and 0% synthetic nutrients besides USDA, uh, beef, and all-natural chicken. You'll find digestive aids like pumpkin and ginger. That's awesome, plus disease-fighting antioxidants. So also, excuse me. The packaging is so gorgeous. I remember for a minute, I thought it was like the sci- a Scientology prank because I was like, oh, they're yeah. trying to kill my dogs because we like I didn't know it was a sponsor at first. And then I was like, this looks too good to be true. Anything that looks too good to be true, in my experience, usually is. But it's now not all of a sudden. This company, Sundays, they decided, like uh, uh, unlike many companies, to put the product out when the product was ready. And I appreciate that. You're going to get 35% off your first order. We worked out a special deal for our dog-loving listeners. Get 35% off your first order of Sundays. Go to sundaysfordogs.com slash Whitney and use code Whitney at checkout. That's Sundays, S-U-N-D-A-Y-S, for F-O-R, dogs, D-O-G-S, dot com, forward slash Whitney. uh, I'm still dyslexic after all these years. Doesn't get better, gets worse. Upgrade your pup to Sundays and feel good about the food you feed your dog. Also, give them, don't give the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Been that much. All of your dogs are overweight. Thank you. And then I got the fucking. I feel like I cheated in comedy because I got to watch you perform every night, every weekend, like Wednesday through Sunday, for like two years. Well, uh, that's very kind of you to say. I, I'm, I'm but so kind. Vice versa. And I will tell you this: probably the 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 hottest feature. If act- you watch, by the way, you wa- <laughs> if you watched my sets, then you are creepy. What are you talking I'm about? Joking. I love your. I love. I'm joking. Your and I. I remember. Um, by the way, I think the hottest feature act I ever brought out with me was Colin Jost. <laughs> that have, dude's hair. I have his book somewhere. Is in, his book is so good. I told him, "Can I sell your book as my merch?" It's so fucking funny. I. I don't know. I. I just feel like the funniest. Like I feel like there's a couple like really hilarious people that no one knows about because they're on SNL. You know, it's a it's it it's a fair point that you bring up. Is he in high? Like, is he in high? Like, does it air still? Are you sure it's, it's still on the air? I think it might be a Broadway show. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I just want to know: Are we clear? There's film in these film, <laughs> probably. I yeah. mean, like, I need to talk to the cue card guy. Like, there's <laughs> like, I, I just. I I just I would love to watch his work. I just he, do, do. I have to go to the show. Look, you you got to go to NBC.com and log in. You got to create an account. Okay. And then you got to watch go, 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 go. Saturday to let, no. Create an account. Yeah. Okay. He he generally is one of the 
funny. funniest guys that, that's I've what I hear. ever been around and hung out with and just naturally funny. And on top of that, just I the nicest like, guy. I feel like I'm not um, cool enough or something. Like, I don't think I have like the cool kid, uh, cool comedy. Uh, what are you talking about? Quotient. Well, let me just, for example, I feel like I'm just gonna be insecure. Or just, I feel like a fucking above ground pool in Beverly Hills for 15 years in Los Angeles. <laughs> Dude, That's what I Because we like. did multicams and it was like, look at those idiots yeah. that can destroy on the road every night consistently. But like they 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 did the most profitable thing you could do in this fucking joke of a business, dumpster they, fire. And they did multicam, the only thing that makes anyone any money. So Warner Brothers, all these, yeah. all these, they still only make money off of their syndicated multicams. Because sure. multicams, they're the ones that, um, uh, friends, uh, Seinfeld, the ones with a, a live studio audience. It's not canned laughter. you have laugh to make them laugh. It's not canned laughter, you fucking dorks. <laughs> <laughs> get the, get, just shut up. Where's my camera? So She's all, right. So we get to make. <sighs> just give me a second. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I might want to leave the, uh, the, let the teapot simmer. In. Let the teapot simmer and we're going to whistle we here. And you guys can make community because we're over here with, with three sets and 20 minutes to shoot. Yeah. Here's what I, I, I think your point is is that single I think cam. I was clear. Single cam. <laughs> I, you're very clear. Single cam is, I think we got it. Multi cam is, they laughed, we got it. Hold on. No, single cam is, doesn't matter if we got it. <laughs> because in post, we're going to add music and tight shots. And oh, you know what else? Even if we didn't got it, get it? Uh, <laughs> we can actually redo all the lines. We can, yeah. They can be off. We could, by the way, recast, frankly. Uh, all in, of it, By yeah. the way, in post, we can change the angle. We can change the pace. Uh, we cannot change the amount of money we wasted on all these stupid locations uh, and the number of people we underpaid and the transpo people that died because they fell asleep driving home at two in the morning. And how many punchlines are Gene looks to camera or how many? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, this is it. Oh, it's no, uncomfortable. No, no, no. no. Okay. No. What? How dare you? Gene looks. Gene is looking at his wife, yeah. and a girl walks by, and he goes, "Oh, she looks like she's in good shape." And then he looks in the camera and goes, "Did I just say that out loud?" <laughs> 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 in that comedy is, writing, yeah. we call that a clam. <laughs> or it's inevitably going to be a reference that will be outdated by the time it is. I just want to tell you guys as audience members, I am so sorry <laughs> that you trusted us with any of your time. I mean, frankly, reparations for black people, long overdue. But for the audiences that have been watching Wait, this self-indulgent trash. <laughs> What's going, what happened? Made mostly heard... by Harvard guys um, and millionaires. Yes. I'm so sorry that most shows are made by men that have like 80 mil cash. That know somebody that did crew. In USC, the fake crew that got them into USC. Or, or that. Felicity, yeah. exactly. There you go. <laughs> by the way, is that what you? Let's okay. really make sure you never have to save anyone via boat. Um, uh, 
Like, was that what kind of was that a canoe? The, the crew, the fucking uh, yeah, the, you know, the I know. Boys I of think the summer. it's yeah, I they, think it's like crew though is like. There you go. Like it's really yeah. long. I have a hydro. It's I a went to Kent machine. State. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so you were the real, the real tragedy of Kent State. <laughs> There's May fourth, and then Steeburn. Yeah. Oh, it was May fourth. May fourth, nineteen seventy. Yeah. So then we become like very close friends. Mm-hmm. And if I can, I just bring up. There was a time that we were on the road, and I saw Steve after like two shows and like. Might have been like a Penguins mm-hmm. from Pittsburgh, so I'm just sure, trying to yeah. shout out. I, I don't know. It wasn't there. It was definitely maybe at a. I don't know. Who cares? But I'm trying to give you this paint the picture here because that's what I I'm I'm ultimately a painter. <laughs> okay, like I know you think you're a storyteller, joke sure. writer. I am an emotional painter. Yes. You know what I mean? Where's my Canvas. No, I mean, I paint my, I mean, I'm actually construction. I'm in construction. <laughs> I put my, my makeup on every morning. It's a lot of caulk. It's a lot of grout. I watched you destroy a game of dueling pianos. Wait. W- and. A game of dueling pianos? You know, the, the what, like comedy clubs, like, here's the thing you don't understand about us. We are. The comics, we are the most. Oh, in Dallas, Texas. How about this? You know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know how there's upstairs, Downton Abbey, there's upstairs, I've never seen it, but there's upstairs, uh, upstairsmen? Upstairs Abbey. Upstairs Abbey. Downstairs. And downstairs Abbey. We are, and downstairs Abbey's like the help. We're the chuds. No, no, what's that? Cannibalistic human underground dwellers. But we actually. (laughs) So. So you know how the underground is like the lowest street respected yeah, people? Yeah. We're the ones in the down downstairs, <laughs> Downton Abbey, that go, hey you guys, you know what's crazy? And and they ignore us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like we are the low the scum of the, we are the lowest of the low yeah. on the rung, you know? And sometimes when we do our uh craft, like people hit us like they throw stuff at us like it's wild and yes we <clears throat> we're like people are like oh the, the vegas you're playing vegas like we're in the kitchen most of the time yeah we're not like with tiger woods at the like we're like like just slipped and fell in like the oily ass floored kitchen like we're in while we're dipping a mozzarella stick yeah, yeah it's... But, 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 is it mozzarella <laughs> that's cute yeah, i don't know yeah that's cute looks like gum to me <laughs> you know what i mean like we yeah. are treated like garbage like like but we love what we, you know so it's like after shows we the cool part though is we get to party with the quote unquote staff yes the waitresses and the fucking people that work at dueling piano, like they'll stay open for us to just like fuck around. Yes. Because we don't think we're better than them. Right, right. Yeah. Because we're not. Well, that was maybe Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that Addison Improv? Addison, yeah. Okay, nice, nice. So I just remember you on a piano and being like, I really want to hang out with Steve, but like comics, the way we have fun is like, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> like even when he's having his downtime yeah. after performing two shows, he has to go perform on a piano. Like we're never, we're never done. More me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the waitress is like, we just watch both of your shows. <laughs> Why are we watching this guy? Can we, can we suck your dick, please? Will you maybe fuck one of us so we can have a good story or blackmail you one day and get the money we deserve? It's just 
like, <laughs> what? Like, okay. But it's also funny because we go, I'm great at comedy. Yeah. I'm not that good at piano, but I'm going to make you watch that. Like, <laughs> it's like Michael Jordan playing baseball. Be like, come watch me play baseball. Yeah, we're yeah. like, well, uh, we're watching you practice the hobby. Did you do it on my chocolatier? Come here. <laughs> <laughs> what, Steve? Does it ever end? Steve is like, hey. Bitches, come back to my hotel room. And you're like, so sourdough. So it's a seed. And we're like, can we get fucking- Let me go more? back and get something more comfortable on. I come back with an apron and a chef's hat. I, I, so who's hungry? Okay, so gluten, charcuterie? gluten allergies. Yeah. The flour from Italy doesn't- And we're just like, can we fucking do blow off each other's- like, What happened to comics being fucking cool? What happened to comics being like cool and dying half the time? Yes. And we're back now. We're kind of back. Now we're back. Now, now we're, back. we're back. Do you um uh want to talk to me about your spe how many spe can I is it if you had nine specials five I, this five? is five five yeah this one took five years to to get right because I pitched it to everybody and everybody said no everybody because, didn't because, get it because when you sorry not his fault everyone else's because when you pitch something to someone who's not a comedian someone who's say yes a lawyer at best who now runs and uh, like everybody like <laughs> that's right like yeah. everybody you just said like everybody said no no um everybody like we're just trying to get to you guys yes we're just there's all these um Epstein Island fuckers <laughs> in our in between in between us and you, we're just trying to get to you. Yes. This man has been touring the country for 15 years. Like people pay to, see, they just want to see you. Brr. But then we have to Brr. convince someone that only wants to hire for diversity to hire someone that's Asian and Irish. But it's just like, what else do we need? Like, do I have to show you my ticket sale? Like, what is it going to take yeah. for you to know that I might know more about comedy than you, yes. Taylor? Who just graduated. By the way, Taylor yeah. uh, Geffen? Like your dad runs <laughs> AEG? Yeah. How did you, what? Like, do you know what I mean? It's just like what, I think it's there. I think that like the comedy, with, except I think Robbie Pra at Netflix, like I think that comedy um, executives, they kind of get off on being a little sadistic with us because they, they're not, they're honestly, a comedy executive, like, if I make you laugh, then I'm probably not make. you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. I'm not for you, but right. you're making shows for masses. Because yes. we're, we we want everyone to think we're funny. Right, of course, Not yeah. like your friends, like, in Los Feliz that have trust funds. Like, they're never going to think I'm funny because we yeah. talk from the point of view of the every, like, I don't want to say every man because I don't see gender. Um you know what I mean? So they're just sort yeah. of like, oh, look at look at this girl talking about her relationship and all this relatable stuff. Like, I'm Polly. And you're like, okay, well, most of America kind of just wants to laugh. Yes. Not be lectured to by, um, uh, uh, not to go, here's a comedy special. Psych, it's a TED Talk. You're racist. Like, that's right, no one right. wants. <laughs> and I think that's what happened with, look, that's the... The whole genesis of this was the late night talk show is dying. Okay, so it's called the last late night because it's like variety shows are are they're dead, and the last. So you went to a bunch of networks that have late night talk shows and went, "Hey, so your jobs are going to be gone pretty soon." Uh, <laughs> so I just want to put some nails in your coffin. Yeah. Uh, y none of you are. Is it? You should all maybe go to Santa Fe and start making soap sooner rather than later. 
Uh, Go to chat GPT. So that's- And find a new profession. Yeah. <laughs> I literally just had this fucking dork that I'm dating tell me about that. Yeah. Oh, that's because he told you? We were, yeah, we were talking okay, about that. Okay, yeah. Pat, you dating. winked again. That's two. That's, <laughs> One, two. Steve and I are dating now, though. 12 yes. strikes and you're out. 12 is a lot. This, right. I know, this is my favorite thing if about- If I spread them out long enough, my everything will go fine. This is my favorite thing about how fucking brainwashed I am. When I talk about like sexual predators in Hollywood, I'm like, I did work with a sexual predator and he came into my trailer and pushed me up against the wall and I got away and then he asked me on a date and then he, uh, uh, you know, uh, I went, I just felt like I had to complain. And then he, you know, was inappropriate with me and then he tried to get me really drunk one night and two years later, I blocked that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah! You're like, wait, how, I, why didn't, how, why did it take me so long? To block? To like, like to be like, this guy fucking hit me across the face. He told me I was a dumb whore. And three years later, I was out of there. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> mass a little while. Like, I put up with that for like three years too long. Yeah. 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 But I, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. It's just like a funny thing. <laughs> where it's like, it doesn't even occur well, to me to have self-respect. Like I forget that it's an option. Or I used to forget. But I, I like it. I mean, I don't think it's funny, you know, because I- Oh, it's I'm, hilarious. But it's like, if you're not, oh, but, so you don't think women are funny? No. No. Noted. Here we go. Noted. Hey. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> by the way, by the way, we're at the point where we really could be having strokes. So maybe don't. <laughs> That's true, yeah. That's not. So I did I did a, a, an hour special where I'm doing a talk show. A talk show is basically three styles of writing. It's quick one-liners, monologue. It's panel storytelling. Genius. It's 20 minutes of, of stand-up. And it took That's me genius. five years to figure out how to do it. Because people think, oh, you're a comedian. Just go roast them. Just go crowd work. It's like, no, those are all muscles you got to work on. So crowd Argus Hamilton special, helped me with. Um, is uh, stealing from your life. Crowd work? Wait. Like crowd work in a special, it's like, they're not, they can't see the person. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. It's cheating. Crowd work is like, it's, it's, there's geniuses at it. You know, obviously, Rick Ingram's a genius at it. Ian yeah. Bag's a genius at it. But like, rogue comics, like you doing crowd work in a special is like, we know that's like, right. I'm not saying it's, it's the easiest thing in the world. I'm just saying for you, it's fucking, I mean, I've seen it. It's not hard. Yeah, that's why. So in this one, the commercial breaks. I did crowd work for one minute. Oh, nice. That's it. So but I did transition. You're not self-indulgent. I'm like, not just <sighs> doing crowd work. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so it, but again, I like that it you just. you did that because it's smart because you're showing people this looks a little scripted because of the, the fucking um, verisimilitude of like how fake this has always looked. But don't get it twisted, motherfuckers. Like I can do all of this on the fly. Yes. You basically just went, I can do anything. Try me. Like, try me. Right. Except maybe like you know, cry at a funeral, but I can do anything besides that. I can do anything besides hug my dad oh my God. and look him in the eyes. But sometimes when we hug, we just side hug now. It's getting better. <laughs> I could do anything but cry at a funeral. I will remember that line. When I'm, that's when I'm on my deathbed and things are flashing and, and I don't laugh the whole time, that's the one thing I go, oh, that's fucking funny. And I will be at your funeral yeah. laughing, knowing <laughs> that it. I killed that was the last, on your deathbed. That's a fucking great line. Well, because also it's like, I'm realizing this because I think that I've been so, I've been told by so many people are joked that like I'm crazy or and I've kind of internalized it of like, I guess I'm crazy, I guess I'm psycho, I guess I'm this. But I think that comics are main, um, not main, but uh, 
things that are really easy for other people, most people are really hard for us and things that are really hard for other people yes. come kind of naturally to us. Yes. So I, we can like uh, manage, I mean, you've seen, everyone here has seen uh, comics getting physically assaulted on stage and have handled it like fucking, it's sure. literally that girl had a, a uh, Ariel, she had a, no, no, she's like, truly, she yeah. had a beer can thrown right at her head and she just went, Phew. anyway, yeah. so Trump, like, <laughs> everyone's talking about the person that threw the beer can, but not the girl's reaction. That Yeah, of course. Because it's, it's almost like it happens every night or something. Yeah. It's almost like people try to attack us a lot. I mean, she didn't skip a beat. Didn't skip a beat. And most people would say she's like, you know, I don't know how long she's been doing stand-up. That was even not even doing stand-up that long. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think stand-ups, I think we've become stand-ups in a way. We, we were doing it before. We were doing it with a microphone on a stage. Sure. Whether you were defending yourself at dinner with your family or defending yourself at school yeah. or trying to get attention some way or trying to get a girl to like you or whatever. Yeah. You know, or that's just the way we see the world. Like, Dude, I love, I love a batshit wedding speech. Oh, oh yeah. I live for it. I've like the ones that sort of start out, bless you, especially guys at weddings. Yeah. When they think that they're complimenting the- The bride? Bride by going, all right. So I've known Steve for 20 years, 20, 30. (laughs) And look, I'm as surprised as you guys are. <laughs> that he's settling. We never thought we'd see the day. Because <laughs> he's a pig. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> like, I mean, she, Elizabeth comes along and she's like not even his type. <laughs> and we're like, huh? Remember the Russian? She was so beautiful. I mean, That's rough, but you're nice. Sh- like you have like, you're 22? <laughs> <laughs> you're, yeah, we didn't think she'd want to go with an older woman. Like it's just, and then you're like, dude, fucking thunk, no, thunk, no, thunk. no, yeah, no. Please stop. Friends from college should be able to make speeches at the wedding unless they have taken a sobriety test, <laughs> blowing a this, yeah. and a psychiatrist. Her like has approved the speech. Yes. Yeah. Period. That's not a bad thing to think that the the bride should approve the speech. That is not a bad. Or not, I don't know who's paying for this thing. Who pays for all these fucking things? I was engaged and I was like, who I'm who's paying for all this? Oh me. Got it. Is that where it was driving towards? Why the fuck would I want to have a wedding? Yeah. I'm like in the fucking black, red? I don't know. So I'm gonna pay fucking 200 grand for a part. Like, I get attention all the time. I don't need this. <laughs> like, I don't. Every day. Like, what do you mean? I'm going to go put on a dress? Like, I get. Well, that's a, that's always the the romantic. The, yeah. the romantic guy is like, we did it at City Hall. It's like, no, you cheap fuck. You didn't save up for this, you Dude, piece of shit. I, it's her day. By the way, it takes way more effort to park at City Hall than it does <laughs> to plan a wedding. And you know that. <laughs> it's so much oh my God. more stress. And it's more, you know what? I'm really big right now, not on what's financially expensive. What's Can you imagine being in a tuxedo and a wedding dress and you're driving downtown Los Angeles? You're like, you can't go right on six. I'm no, trying no, to go no, on no. fucking fifth. No, well, and you're both fucking fighting. Oh, well, it's like, if, fuck it, way, let's just go home. If you didn't take Olympic, you're getting a divorce anyway. <laughs> 
The fact that you took the LA freeway system on your big day means you're not going to make it anyway. Because you're right. d- you're dumb. And you Ubered here, and she's got to hear off or fuck. Yeah. Okay. Now my score, they're just like, we don't yeah. know. Like I'm not even. I don't even want to rate these fucking motherfuckers. Like it's just uh, like. Oh, I don't know about signing anything. I'm down for the party. I'm down for yes. a fucking. It's just I sign. I've signed so many bad deals in my life. I just don't know if I can sign another one. Just Geraldo. One Geraldo had the fucking best joke. I don't know exactly how he said it one time, and he just went like, um, "He goes so." Uh, it was something like, "Every ten years, I." go through a breakup or a divorce mm-hmm. or it's like every 10 years I've I, I realized that something as a man is like every 10 years I just have to give away half my stuff <laughs> and it, the way that he phrased right, it right, was just yeah. so like half is a lot yeah and yeah. It, but mm, I mm, I just feel like we leave with what we came with but I guess it's impossible to prove what because I know how important emotional support is to someone that is you know what I mean? Sure, but this day and age, there's so few men that actually work. I think when that does happen, it's like, oh, I get half my shit back? <laughs> fucking great. That'd be nice. Thank you. I get half of some <laughs> Samsung that's never worked. <laughs> no, I love you. I, I feel like I'm flirting with Sam. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm like pulling Samsung's pigtails because I feel like I'm going to, I feel like I'm on my way over there because now that there's a fucking Bill Cosby app on Apple, I'm just, I feel like I'm a Samsung guy now. Wait, what's going on with Samsung? <laughs> I uh, well Ian Edwards has the funniest fucking joke ever he goes if you want to know what it's like to be black in America get a Samsung <laughs> <laughs> and I think nothing works I, I think and no everyone's like a green bubble it's just racism all over it's a like green bubble versus blue bubble it's like yeah. the new uh, like color yeah. racism but I do think I, I'm on your scam Samsung people they do it because they can't be put on these fucking chains that go on forever. On Apple, your friends, they'll create a chain and it's just fucking useless, mindless meme after mindless right, time right. suck vampire. And, and you can't add a Samsung to an Apple chain. Right, yeah. Like it just, it doesn't get to them. Like they're just like, <laughs> Samsung people are just like, miss me with that shit. Like yeah. I'm good. They're a lot more productive. They're yeah. happier. I'm good on the like chain. Yeah. About how Rogan's about, like, you know, whatever the fuck chain where you guys are trying to solve politics. Right. Like, how do I get off this? You know, Toby Keith's not hard right. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. I'm a Samsung guy now. Yeah. Like, I don't, oh, that's Renee Zellweger's. Nope. Nicole Kidman's husband. No. Keith Urban is Nicole Kid, right? Is it? I don't know. Yes. I think Renee Zellweger could be one of the most talented. She, I think. What, what is. is the term? Actors. I saw that uh, the Judy Garland one. Unreal. Oh, uh, dude, she's so, been such fucking an dunking on hoes for the past twenty years, and people are shitty to her because her lips are a little chapped. <laughs> <laughs> Just hydrate a little more. She That's did. It. But I she mean, is she's a Texas bitch, dude. Fantastic. She's a Longhorn. Yeah. They don't. There's no water. She doesn't need it. <laughs> Not used to it. Huh. And this is California. And Dude, now there's this no water. Bitch yeah. Has survived on uh, Mr. Pib and okra. <laughs> this whole like she's not out here putting on her lip balm so that her so her lips look 
look lubed up because they look like pussies from the side. Let me make my lips shiny and lubed up so you can think about fucking them. Like she's just like, nah, dude. Nah. Not it, yeah. 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 She's like, yeah, my eyes are a little squinty. I'm not putting on eyeliner. Can I tell you, I saw the movie Ticket to Paradise with George Clooney and Julie Roberts. Uh <laughs> Have you yeah. have you seen the film or it's the recent one? The recent one. Look, uh, my wife it wanted to watch like it. A fake I watched movie. it. It does look a little like a fake movie. It, it's it's enjoyable. I get it, formulaic. But you're seeing but two it, people in Hollywood that you go, wow, they they're not trying sure. to cover the potholes with. It, it just like they look great, and that was one thing I I appreciated about it not only the performances. They were fucking. They Here's were really what I will good. say: yeah. it is very hard to look good when you have hundreds of millions of dollars. Like it's really hard to like, you know what I mean? No. Like so, I like they I managed no to look good despite yeah. being. I mean, he's a like almost billionaire at this point, so I don't know how sure. he looks so like I don't know what. I guess it's just genetics. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just curious. So yes, if an actor, mm -hmm. if George Clooney, how much did he make on the Casamigos sale of his tequila? It's all anyone fucking buys me. It's like all I buy. Few, I think it was the sale was like a billion, but I don't know how. Do we much know how much he, he got from that? Christ. I'll look it up. So I would like to know how mm -hmm. much every crew member made on that movie, and how much he made. Like, if he gets paid to be in movies at all, and that money doesn't just get distributed to making a more humane shooting environment, I, just, I question. But hold on, so so it, I'm a supply chain two, bitch. Two, but a separate entity. He made two hundred thirty-three million. It's that's a, that's the headline on. So Forbes. should he be allowed to make twenty million dollars for a movie? I'm just curious. I think they're separate entities. I, I, I but is I, it ethically like? Well, I mean, it, the minute you get into ethics, then when Jeff Bezos comes out a few months ago and says, "I want to give all my money to charity," it's I like, think he's a uh, criminal. how about your fucking warehouses? But also that not even so any charity, by the way, you guys. Sorry, I don't want to say he's a criminal. I'll say it a different way. Which is, I don't think he knows what he's doing. I think that these fucking dorks that didn't get laid in high school, like they're addicted to success and they don't, they, 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 and I'm not saying this is, they were bullied fine. We all were. I think they kind of like, like have this hyper focus that's mm -hmm. really useful in society, but there's not, for lack of a better word, like an emotional babysitter going, oh, hey, all this success sure. is pointless if you see human beings as numbers or mm -hmm. um ca um what's the word like assembly line robots sure so i think we have a lot of robots that are bosses of humans and they are just like right. they can't relate so they just don't think about it and like well i'm giving him a job and i'm giving him health insurance like they don't they just they don't they're not boots on the ground with their supply chain because he's mostly like building yachts uh, with his, you know, hot ass girlfriend. Like he's sure. just like not thinking there's his brain, I think truly, I think we go, Jeff Bezos is a criminal. Like maybe, but also everyone stop ordering from Amazon. Why are you using the service? First of all, I only use Etsy for everything, even my tampons, which is why I am always smell like wharf. But, <laughs> but I'm gonna need a minute. I go uh, with me, I'm gonna need a minute. For, I, sorry. Go, <laughs> I go I go Fine, please take your sec. Remember in the beginning, he's like, "Do you need a sec?" Uh, you hold, need on, a sec? hold on, hold <laughs> on. Uh, I've been around many Korean kitchen, and that still disgusted me. <laughs> uh, by the way, North Korea. <laughs> um, Every night is Fear Factor at my mom's house, and that made me sick. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you know what made me sick? 
<laughs> You're right. I'm every like, fucking touche, night touche, watching yeah. Steve Byrne destroy. Whether you know what sex sounds like? Kraft macaroni. Macaroni. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, bleh. Um, because uh, Kraft macaroni is the only thing I can afford to eat at the time. I'm like, don't ruin this. This is one thing I have. So I'm a little more concerned with the person under Jeff Bezos who's getting paid millions of dollars and their job is actually to, he has no fucking idea what's going on. It's your job to brief him. It's your job to show sure. him. Like it's like. But you're talking about redistribution of wealth. Per, so so my my thing, when you bring up George Clooney, right? I mean, there's a two totally separate. I would just feel weird if I had $230 million taking a check for um, hanging out with a, my friend and being like, wee! And then everyone else is getting paid. I don't know how much everyone's getting paid on the movie. I just don't know. But maybe he's creating a lot of jobs because, you know, sure. I'm just like this whole thing. There's, I just feel like there might need to be, unless it's, uh, I just think there might be a limit to like how many millions of dollars someone should be able to make because I think it becomes like a sick addiction or they don't even like know. But then you're bringing, I think Unless like, it um, is me, in which case. <laughs> but if you're bringing, like, uh, I, I would think the federal government would have to come in and hard cap based off of metrics. Yeah, like yeah. what is George Clooney's value? What is his value internationally, domestically, et cetera, et cetera? I think, sorry, real quick. Yeah, go, sorry. I think, no, I'm sorry. Because I want to, I don't want to, uh, yes, I don't think, because then we're just all paying the federal government more taxes to make sure he's, so we, I don't think the fact, I think it's on, I think it's on us to be the leaders. I think it's on him to go, I mean, he does, I'm sure he's going to run for office soon is my guess, mm -hmm. just a guess. He has it in his family. But like, I don't think we can sit around and go, well, the government's going to come save us. The government's, because it's never going to happen. Sure. So but, I think we go, you just have to police yourself. I don't think the average consumer is going to sit there and watch Ticket to Paradise and go through the metrics and understand he made that sale off of the No one gives a shit, and, but I do. Right, right. And I and his wife is one of the uh huge humanitarian, correct? Uh, uh I believe. A, a human rights lawyer. Oh right. So okay, yeah. so this whole thing that like guys don't know or women don't know, Ellen didn't know. Like Sure. If you don't know, that's it's your job to know right. if you're in charge. So when there's uh, the kids mining cobalt in fucking uh, Congo, see, I'm everyone's going, Whitney's crazy, so no one's going to hear this, but, you know, whatever. Listen to the smart people that talk about it. Siddharth something, he was just on Rogan, and he went down to the mines, and mm -hmm. he saw women, pregnant women, with children on their back, sure. cobalt mining, which may, uh, is what how the batteries hold, right, in mm -hmm. our phones, and they're getting paid two dollars a day, and the fumes are so incredibly toxic. Like, and then it's like, well, I mean, the like all the companies that make like must know about this. Well, I mean, even like the California but water they, do shortage. Do they know and not care, or do they not know because no one, everyone's too afraid to tell them? It, like you, I, I think literally, if we're going through the grievances of humanity and redistribution, et cetera, et cetera, of all the things going on, you'll you'll literally put yourself in a depressive state and put a shotgun in your mouth. I I went down a rabbit hole on where all the water is going in California. Is it is it solely um, is it solely just global warming? Is it drying up? Whatever. But eighty percent is going to agriculture, and like Palm, the wonderful company, like uh, pistachios. One pistachio is a gallon of water. So by the way, that is your that is it. Pistachios, almonds. Take a trip, and we're like almond milk. We're and they're going to China. One more time. A, a majority of them. The <laughs> a majority are? Of, of the of the nuts that we that we produce here in California are going over to Asia. Surprising. I'm and surprised so, they haven't figured out a way to grow them in like green inner greenhouse sure. type things. 
But I, I think like the minute you go down that, it's like, well, well, then who's going to come down totally. on on a company like Wonderful? Way, it's not, that'll never work. I think it's this. I think we go, no one's going to come down on them because they're all investors in these companies and they benefit. It's the, unfortunately, yet again, the onus is on us to just stop buying it. And what we do as right. comics is we can't fix it, the problem. We can't change the problem. Sure. We can, we're the hyper feelers that yes. read an article and like, we don't just go, school shooting. <laughs> we just go like, if we feel it and we yeah. it hurts us and we carry it with us. And this is like our, we're, we're martyrs. I'm not saying that. I'm like, we're, we're the hyper feelers who go like, this doesn't add up. Don't have the solution. Just, just putting it Chris out Rock. there. Yeah. Don't shoot the messenger. We're really funny and you're going to listen to us and we're actually going to sort of go, this is kind of shady, right? Anyway, let's stop. And then this, and then we have platforms like this and we just go like, stop buying from Amazon. Like if you need it because your baby is bleeding, I mean, don't, wait. Come again. <laughs> If, hold on, if your baby, hold on, hold on. If your baby is bleeding, if you could just send the blood, I will handle it personally. Um, I will speak with my, uh, um, I don't have a facialist, but um, like it's on us to stop giving them our money. And I'm not saying don't buy, don't look at movie, pirate movies. No, um, like we just have to stop using Amazon. And it, we have to drain it from the inside sure. and just start buying from, I think for now, for me, it's Etsy because there's black-owned, women-owned, native-owned, mom-owned, where sure. you get all the same stuff. You might not get it tomorrow, but anything you get in 24 hours, someone's getting hurt. There's no yeah. humane eyeliner By the way, most likely overnight. it's the person that's shipping it to you. I've seen them. They come to, to my gate there. and they're like, yeah. <gasps> they have back braces on. Yeah. They're like, oh, did you get it? And I'm like, yeah, you can just leave it there. Like, but I need to take a picture of you with it. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, because if a package gets stolen, they get fucked. And I'm like, do you want a water? Like, I don't know, get out of here. Like, they're just like, they, you're like, what the fuck is, I just saw Jeff Bezos on, he's, they're rebuilding the Netherlands so his yacht can get through. With like he's building he, his own dam, yeah. To, like, he's yeah. fucking chilling, dude. That motherfucker, he's like doing ayahuasca. Like in the Maldives with right. a fucking dime piece, dude. Uh, yeah. By yeah. the way, first class. Yeah. Yeah. The Jeff Bezos of wives. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. he's having his run yeah. springer because he built his whole business, but he's not his paying attention. So who the fuck is running this company? Like who? I want a name. I want a name. Who's the pro Jeff Bezos has no fucking clue what's going on. Right. He thinks that people are in his factories or his warehouse is going, whistle while you work. Sure. But like he sure. thinks it's like the greatest job ever. I know a lot of people that work for Amazon including my dude downstairs, which is like in warehouses, like they do give health insurance. Like they do, uh, a friend of mine that works in an Amazon warehouse in Phoenix mm -hmm. had a kid. So they let him change his hours to night shift. So, so the, the baby doesn't bleed. Uh, I mean, look. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, um, oh, sorry. And then uh, the wife could, you know, care for it during the day. And then they just had nocturnal hours. But it's like, should that, is that like the best we can do? Like, I think in his mind or whoever's mind that runs this, is like, oh yeah, we're, we give them health insurance, but like they don't have time to go to the doctor with that health insurance because they're, the too pay busy. Equities. they're too busy throwing lip liner to a sure. millionaire. Yeah, I, that's, that's, that's 
And it's only going to get worse. Mm. It's only, we and it has both, gotten worse. By the way, and we'll, as, yeah. Sorry. No, please. As two people who would love for our specials to be streaming on Amazon. Mine uh, is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this whole time I'm biting my lip. Like, like I, I, she's going to ask me where it is. It's like, it's on Amazon. I did. So, okay, so. Happy to cut it? No, no, no. Happy no, no, no. No, keep it all in. Because I mean, look, because they're, not, then, they're not supporting it. <laughs> it's it's up to me to fucking, they're not I mean, doing anything. They're mean, not listening. They don't care. And I'm the Amazon delivery guy going, watch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, I got to move. I got to pay. Take a picture of you watching it. I just, I just fucking, look at me. I just shit in a bowl. <laughs> like, it's like scrambling. So it's also just, it's just like, I just want you guys to know like how embarrassing, like it, it's always been, Comedians have always, I think, from my experience, not gotten respect like Rodney Dangerfield 101. But it's like we get respect from each other. And it's not like disrespect. It's just that we're seen as clowns and that's fine. That's what we want because sure. that's how we get to say things like this because we're also funny about it. So it's like if you guys think we're dumb or silly or like sure. that's exactly what we want, you know, fine. Yeah. But, um, w you know, it used to be that we had to grovel to Comedy Central, right? Right. I The year that I got an hour special after I did the roast, mm -hmm. I did not get live at Gotham. 140 comics got it. It was like a show of, like show, 140. Wow, yeah. Like, can you even name 60 off the top? Like, I'll wait. I'll, I, I will, okay, 140. Yeah. And then I did the Joan Rivers roast, and then they, you know, wanted to do a big deal with me, and then sure. it was, here's uh, how, here's an hour, like, hour? Yeah. They said half hour, and I said I'll only do it if it's an hour. Yeah. Because I had just like a weird delusional confidence because I was like, there's no way if I do a half hour, I'm ever going to be able to get an hour. Right. Like I just like, and I had an hour that was like ready now. But you leverage at the time. But also though. half yeah. an hour back then was like, what, five minutes? Like it's like hour specials used to be 42 minutes. Sure. With commercials. So yes. now it's like Netflix specials are like 60 minutes. You're like, no one. And then they're like, well, it's hard to get people to finish them. And you're like, yeah, yeah. well, no one's ever watched 60 minutes at home of like, Sure. It's kind of new, you know? Yeah. And then, which is why it's so weird when comics are like, I don't like cutting up my shit online. It's like, Comedy Central used to cut up our specials. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And you were literally like, and then when my mom died, and then it's like, you know, smash you, Taco Bell. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. you're like, well, yeah, like, what's up? Like some, you know, like, Jesus, man. <laughs> so it's like, there was no flow to the set. Sure. And so we used to have to grovel to those people. And then we had to grovel to like CISO and by the time, and, and then they disappeared and then we had to grovel to Quibi and it's gone. It's just like- And now it's Netflix. We grovel. Yeah. That's what we do. And then people say no. And then we go, please. And then we go, no. And then we go, I'll pay for it myself and I'll be out of pocket as long as you just air it, please. And we're happy to do it. Sure. But then it's like, Amazon comes along and it's like, am I groveling to like a grocery store? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. Just, I just, I just would like, I'm, I'm, I'm like yeah. happy to do it. Yeah. But like, I just did. Okay. No, yeah. By the way, I'm doing it right now. I would love to get my specials on Amazon. I don't know how to do it. You could get. You just had one on Netflix. Yeah. That's. Uh, I still believe that that right now is the platform. And and if you if you watch specials, otherwise they don't suggest it in your algorithm. If you're not suggested in those first three rows. Mm -hmm. And if you can't catch like the way people choose specials now, sure, it's just like gah, 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 pfft, Dahmer. Well, this thing wasn't uh, an original. <laughs> this one wasn't original, and so when you don't, when you're not an original, you don't have the real estate. It's not even on the homepage. You know that the first thing they say, Robbie Pro, I love you so much. The first thing they tell you those, it won't be on your homepage. 
That doesn't even make sense. It's, well, it's that like, doesn't make but sense. But if I, if I, but if you don't watch, if if your own special isn't on your homepage, that means you're a comic that doesn't watch stand-up specials. Right. So it's a little bit like mine will be on my homepage, but I actually watch other comic specials. And I think a lot of comics don't want to support other comics. So they like don't watch their special or I've just seen you fucking do this for a year. I've seen it. Yeah. But I also like seeing the aesthetic. I like seeing the production value. Yeah. I like seeing what went into it. I like to see who worked on it. I like to see the final execution of it. And even I, I was talking to my wife about this, not to bring up my special, but but, but that's why you're here. But when Please I do. when I was doing it, I, I told my wife for five years, I've been doing a set in comedy clubs that was never meant to be in a comedy club. Mm, it was meant to only agree. be performed once, agree. and it was at the taping. And nice. And then I think most people do sets uh, on their special for theaters that were meant to be shot in comedy clubs. Yes, most people do. Most I agree people with do you. the opposite. Weirdly, I think. Yeah. It, it's it, it. I don't know. I think they're so. It's almost like we're in the fireworks business. It's like that's correct. You, whoop, magic, boom. magic. What next? It's magic, it. and it, it, it just doesn't have the sustainment. In correct. It. But I think the key is really just finding your fucking people. Whether and it's like for me, I don't think about getting new fans anymore. Yeah. I just wanna. I just wanna uh, make the fans I have proud that they bet on me. Right. Like yeah. I just want to fulfill the promise that you guys weren't dumb. Right. Like I'm like, you know, new people you like do the work. But yeah, but it's like but they I work for them. They invested in me. Sure. They gave me 80 bucks every whatever two years that I was in their town. Sure. And like the people that go, I saw you last year. I saw you two years ago. Like those are the only people that have the people that have it's so weird because I think it's comics. We're always like the people that have paid to see us, we're like, okay, got you. Okay, so now you, how do I get you? Right, like, right. And it's like, dude, why am I even thinking about you? Like, these are the people, if I just stay loyal to the people that fuck with me, because then otherwise sure. I'm going to change, and I've seen this with comics, I'm going to go, okay, how do I get this guy? I got to get I gotta get Barstool Sports people. So right, now I'm right. just going to be like this bitch that's like, does this, and then the people that have followed me is like, who's that person? Right, yeah. Like that, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, I don't know, I think that, that, with comics, like it's so hard to control who likes us and why, because it usually yeah. it, it's something that has nothing to do with us. So like, I just try to be good, and if it, if things go well, fine. But if they don't, it's it's always like, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. I I almost quit a few years ago, like just when I was like, I I think can't most do of anymore. I think most of the best comics do, and by that I assume you mean I mean commit suicide. Uh, you're probably not far off. By the way, I but mean, you guys, like, I'm not kidding. Like, look at yeah. the batting average. Like, they say that right now in entertainment, black rappers is the most dangerous job. Yeah. In comedy, I mean, it's like people are physically harming us. When we were doing comedy right after the pandemic, yeah. the vibe was so fucking tense. Sure. I had fights in pretty much every show. I have the video of the one of the fight in Dallas. It was after the show, 10 minutes, a guy just pummeling people. We are the make magic sure but no one felt safe inside so we were just fucking like managing terror we also manage yeah. people's terror right and like it's really exhausting and then people go like nah i'll watch a special and i saw him but like you're like are there any loyal hoes yeah yeah i think we have to get back to um the only thing that people really watch when it's on is what Sports, right? Because it's live. There's an imperative right. to watch. You know, yeah, I think Chris. You're Rock, talking communal. Chris, you, there's an imperative. We just go like, here it is. And we we go here, sure. audience, audience member, get to it whenever you want, but no pressure. <laughs> like, right, there's yeah, yeah. no 
we're and they're never going to get to it. They're going right. to go like ev like people that I truly believe mm -hmm. like love me. Right. As an entertainer for whatever reason. Um the dad dropped the ball. Whatever it is. Um they'll be like I I, I'm, I have not seen your special. I'm dying. I like, and I'm like, I know. Yeah. It's been six months. You might get to it. Yeah. You might not. Sure. But why would you rush? So I think it might be going back to like, because remember when, when television started doing live shows, NBC started doing live. Undateable was live. The I Wiz. Think the, and, live yeah. musicals. People, sure. The numbers started going up. Yeah. You know, because I think we've we've spoiled audiences so much going like you can watch it whenever you want. And then when you do go to find it, I'm going to go watch Steve's Burn special. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see Steve. Oh, my God. He was he was in town uh, a couple months ago. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen. I want to go see a special. Da, 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 da. Wait, Ozark. I haven't seen Ozark yet. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, God. The Pepsi documentary. OK, no, no, no. I need to see Steve's special. Oh, my God. Oh, Bridgerton. Like they're yeah. showing other shows. Yeah. That go, I know you came here to see a comic, but what about this? And you're like, yeah. Uh. So it's like audiences, like there's no place that's just for comedy anymore. We're competing with fucking Bridgerton. Yeah. Do you want to see a 48 year old Asian Elon Musk or Chris Hemsworth shredded with his shirt off swimming because he might be dying? It's like, yeah, I want to see Thor. <laughs> yeah. It's like you turn it on. I'm like, I'm going to go see. And then Sandra Bullock's just blindfolded on a boat in a Congo. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, you guys, I really wanted to see my friend Steve. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, oh, my buddies are here. Clooney and Julie are back together. Gotta. I can't. I gotta. Ever since Ocean's gotta. 13, they branded me. You know what? They have been so good to Let's me. Let's get the gang in back the together again. They really have shown up for me. Yeah. And the least I can do is show up for them because yeah. if they're movie bombs, I mean, he might get, he might be box office poison and we can't have that. For another six months. Like, cause yeah. he don't, we got that. Because you're going to just look in the mirror and go, well, you got your looks. Look, that jawline don't chisel itself. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Katie. Yes. Are you sitting down? Yeah. But mentally, yeah, I know you're physically sitting now. Right? Are you, like, are you sitting down? Okay, now I am. Yeah. Okay. Upside is an app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. <gasps> See? Yeah. You may not know this about me, but I actually love mountain biking. I don't do it often because sometimes it hurts my crevices. So I'm working on getting a new seat. So. It can get expensive, though, to do this hobby, especially with all these price hikes lately, you know, on the wheels and the the, the air squirter guys and the, the kickstands. I mean, the kickstand, the kicks, big kickstand. This is why I have got to tell you about my new favorite way to save money that you never should have freaking had to spend in the first place. It's called Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With Upside, I get cash back on every purchase that I use to fund my mountain biking addiction slash crevice abusing machine. <laughs> it's basically cash back for just doing you. It's what we all deserve, okay? Download the free Upside app. Use promo code Whitney to get an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. That's an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas using promo code Whitney, okay? Let's go. Let's, let's, let's bike up this mountain together.
can I um just before we I sure. know I'm keeping you way too long. I'm being no, selfish please. as fuck. Um, can we circle back to uh literally? Literally? Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Is that it? Wait, what? What do you say? What 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 happened? <laughs> I think Whitney hears a ch in there. Oh, literally. Is it literally or literally? Oh. I don't know the answer. I would say literally. Yes, you did. And I, my brain is like, <laughs> have I been saying it wrong this literally. whole time? Literally? Literally. That what, uh, you tell about. me. Literally. I was told not to say it at all because if you're saying that's a thing, it's literally, like I got in trouble when I wrote my book because I say literal, literally, like for, I was like, I was literally 15 years old. It's like, yeah, no, we know. Right. You're like, yes. You're 15 or you're not. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, right, yeah. they'll say. I mean, <laughs> right. Look, I'm literally confused about how to pronounce literally now that I I hear don't it. know if anyone knows. I don't know. Me either. And I've, I'm, I'm 48. I've used it a lot. <laughs> no, but I would say that the older we are sometimes, the less we know because we've been practicing the wrong thing. A hundred percent. No, I think it's, what do you say? Because I also, someone the other day, I was talking to them and they were like, In, uh, interesting. And I was like. How do you say it? Interesting. 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 They went interesting. And I was like, I would say interesting. Now you tell me. And you. This is like when you have food in your teeth, good friends are like food in your teeth. But if I just say to someone, hey, interesting. And you're like, like, could you. I say aunt. I get a lot of shit for that. That is. What is that though? My aunt Jane, my. Aunt. That's a aunt. Aunt is more fancy. Who gives you shit for that? What kind of psycho? My father is very. um, I, I think the Irish in particular have a real relationship mm. with the English language. And my father's always been keen on pronunciation, yeah, they, on wordage, verbiage, yeah. definitions, Me too. I'm all like of that. it. He's Et- very, very- Etymology is my obsession. So it's like when someone says like, what did I get the other day? There was something, I can't remember. Um, fuck, of course I can't remember now. The same people that'll call y'all fucking cunt. Yeah, like- <laughs> Are like, hey, you're saying that wrong. They're like, you're I'm sorry. Cunt. It's 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 literally, it's like, well, you're- asleep in a gutter. So why are you yelling about my grammar? Whatever yes. I'm doing is working. Yeah. Try it. Um, also, can I throw something out really quick? Sure. I feel like just in terms of thinking about you saying, you know, I've wanted to quit a lot, you know? Yep. Even when things are going ostensibly well, I'm like, you just heard me on that phone call. I was like, I don't want to be, I don't want this. I don't want to be a part of this. I don't like where this is going. I know where this is going. And this looks like a big win. Everyone mm-hmm. wants me to do this, but I'm telling you, there's no way under these circumstances, I'm not going to be humiliated. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's really when I want to quit. Mm-hmm. When I go, I've earned the right to be in charge of this thing. Mm-hmm. And people are still uh, questioning my instincts. Sure, sure. And I'm in this Byzantine entanglement of bullshit like but the option's gonna be up soon so we have to move and i'm like i didn't didn't do that right like you guys did bad business and now i'm like i'm the one that's gonna have to pull off fifteen thousand miracles sure you know what i'm saying and yeah and like that's really when i want to quit because i go oh things are going well and i'm scared and miserable Uh, you know like that and then when things are going like not that well, I'm like, I know what the, I know. Okay, this, this we can only go up. Right, This right. we can only, you know what I mean? Whereas I'm like, we're at the top. And like, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly your experience on your, when you did your multicam. I mean, you did it for three years, which is sure. like, by the way, my favorite thing is when you've done a sitcom for, let's say one year, two year, three years. And people that have never had one on tell you like, oh, your show is canceled. And they joke about it. And yeah. you're just like, okay. Um, all right. So we don't care, but it's just like, 
you'll we'll never we have to find the validation within our job is to find validate is to um earn validation from other people but we can't do it when we're not on stage like we're the we're we yes. need the we need it the mo my main work i feel like in this has been on stage i love me 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 because you're paying me to do that and it's my job to fucking kowtow sure. if i bomb it's always my fault it's never the audience's fault my job 100 my job is to make every audience laugh and yeah. fucking figure it out it's right. That's what you're paying me for. I'm not going to take my toys and go home because my first joke didn't go over well. Right. I'm going to go, all right, let's fucking go, dude. Agreed. You know what I mean? 100%. This is on me. Like, this, these are people's, they've got babysitters, right? Whatever. Yep. And so um, when things are going, like, well in, like, with the, in, like, the Hollywood space, which everyone mm -hmm. sort of thinks is the goal, I'm kind of like, this is spooky. This is going to hurt. This is setting me up to be embarrassed and setting me up to destroy my personal life and my physical health. And like, sure, everyone's going to call me crazy. I know it because I'm going to have boundaries and I don't like the way any, and they're, she's difficult. And then I'm like, I feel like I'm. You're being, a professional is what you are. I'm just not going to let that shit slide. And we're sure. not hiring that way. And there's got to be childcare on set or I, I don't even want. Well, let's. And then usually people go, no, no, let's just get the deal done. And then we can sort that out later. I'm like, no, 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 no. The parameters are what you earned. You earned the right to establish the parameters on your else. hire hire the guy yeah. that you think's gonna because like by the way here's my deal with the movie business at this point i'm like i haven't seen a really good movie in like eight like i don't think you guys are doing a good job of making good movies currently sure. i think there's a lot of great uh tv mm -hmm. but like i don't think you guys know what yeah. people want to watch but again it's the, it, it's gatekeepers it's the industry and it's always mm -hmm. i i i you know my wife uh you know i could cry thinking about it she's been so supportive and there was a moment in time a few years ago where i said i'm the best version of myself and i can't get anything going right and but can i but we don't the greats don't make it to like make it sure yeah like this is like it's I feel like I think about this all the time because I go like, oh, the ones that are next. I mean, this is where exactly where Bill Burr was 10 right, years yeah. ago. Yes. This is when everyone's like, who's this? You know, like the 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 person killing the hardest. They people always figure it out like 10 years later. Right. Like this is where Burr was like Segura, like all it's like, sure, you know, and and I do think there is a little there's a little bit of a punishment in a way. And I don't say that as like a little bit of a what's the word like of a. Um, ding or something on the people that like we were getting Hollywood approval-ish kind of like sure. 10 years ago while the people that weren't were starting podcasts and we were going like oh well that's plan B you know like if I do that then they're gonna think I'm just like doing a podcast in my basement but I'm sure. supposed to be doing these like TV shows with, and then it's not that we didn't have the foresight. It's just that, like, how do you say no to that? Right, right. So much of my, the last few years, you know, between Sullivan's Son, a documentary, the opening act, um, all those things were, okay, you accomplish these things that stand out on a resume. Like, I couldn't get on a late night talk show mm -hmm. to promote any of this stuff. Second Asian American sitcom on television after Margaret Cho. Mm -hmm. Three seasons, not one late night talk show. All these things. And so that was the impetus. Which was is like, wild. Well, I'll create my like, own talk show then. But it's wild because the metrics, you guys, is not that all Asians the same. Fine, obviously. doesn't sure. matter. But you guys, your number one market is Asia. It's one of those things where you got to sit down and you got to look yourself in the mirror and go, is what I was doing good enough? 
And so I took a lot of accountability and I said, the next thing I do, I've got to fucking do twice as much work or three times as much work. And so that's why this goddamn thing took so long. Because you, you know when the people, sorry, the ones that started fucking scoring hard. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Louis C.K.'s show, Louis is genius. Yeah, because he kept saying, it's not ready. Yeah. It's not ready yet. He yeah. took three years in between. Right. And something that you and I both did mm -hmm. is that how do you learn without getting the experience? And how do you get the experience if you don't learn? And you and right. I both learned in public. You and I both yeah. learned how to run television shows, star in television, write television shows while it was airing. Do it. We didn't have any prep. There was no, we didn't go to film school. We didn't go to TV school. Like none of those, that's just, I mean, is that just a money laundering scheme or a- um, It has to be. Eugenics program at this point. I don't even know. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we, we're like, unions are telling us, oh, you can't hire this person. And you're like, well, I want to hire- Yeah, I can. This black guy. To, yeah. This is my friend from the comedy show. And they're like, oh, we already have a black guy. And you're like, oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Um, so- we were learning in public. Yeah. And when you guys saw us performing on our TV shows, we were in a disassociative panic state. <laughs> and oh. still great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember we, one day they, they gave me eight pages. We did the first table. We did the first run through it, just a run through of three. Then we did the actual taping, eight new pages. And the first time I saw them is when they go action. So I'm doing my lines. And I'm behind the bar with every fucking scene, and I'm still like memorizing yep. for the next scene. That was the most panic-stricken I've ever been in my entire life, and I've driven my wife to the hospital as a baby's company. Like that's like oh, that's there's the a primal understanding. I've ever done. There's yeah. a primal understanding of how to get your wife to the hospital. There's nothing else to think about. Right. I know how this goal. When you're on a TV, you have no idea what the goal is. Is the goal to get the producers still, the executives will like me more, so they'll pick me up. Am I trying to make people want to fuck me? Am I trying to make people, am I a leader? Like, there's no adult yeah. in the room. You're the adult in the room, though. Correct. That's what it comes but down to. But no one thinks we can be adults. So, right. so just, to, there, there's also been this myth. We've, comedians have been gaslight in, gaslighted. Uh, to flub on this sentence, Pat, is real bad. Roll it back. Nope. No, no, no. Gaslit? Gaslit? Yeah. Because I'm about to say gaslit into thinking that we, like, can't run businesses. And I, like, you know what I mean? Flubbed on that of all. Comedians? Or? Comedian? Com two ends. Comics? So people have gone, like, you sit at the kids' table. Right. You're a comic. Yeah. You're a comic. And we've got the adults here, the writers. Sure. Who are going to actually wrangle you. Mm -hmm. they, they know what's funny. Yeah. You just go on the like <laughs> right, you go yeah. on the road and perform for like hundreds of thousands of people and make them laugh for an hour straight. Yeah. But like you, honey, oh honey, yeah, okay. <laughs> none of these writers or showrunners. Oh, that's cute. None of them have yeah. seen any of your specials, and right. it's not personal. It's just yeah. they don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they had shows that they uh, that were pilots that didn't get made. So they just kind of like need a job in between when they get to have theirs. And frankly, like they're kind of like annoyed that yours got picked up. Yeah, you, you ready to hear some stories about legacy actors that maybe your parents know that you don't? Get ready to hear a lot about that. How about, by the way, how about this? How about halfway, not that there's anything wrong with this. I yeah. just like, I feel like it's, I am, and you just saw when you came in, me yeah. being an asshole, because I was no. on a call for an hour. No. Trying to get questions answered for a project that I think I'm doing. Mm -hmm. That I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I just get some information? It's like, 
it's like someone, it's like an arranged marriage. Sure. Like, can I get to know the team? Yeah. Can I get to know like the people involved? It's just like, boom, you're going to work together for two years in a box and then in a dark room in the edit bay. Right. Like, can, what's your last name? Like, can I just get a, like. Can you meet me at Chili's for like 10? Like can we 10. Just, yeah. Also, whatever. We'll talk about the office another time. Um, but uh, I guess it's just like there's, everyone's in such a rush because that's what yeah. the, the TV, you guys made this stupid system up. This pilot season and we got to shoot it and we got to air it on Fridays. Like, like uh, the I always say the multicam TV business. It was like the schedule was made by like for men that wanted to cheat on their wives, and it's fine. It's none of my business. But it's like, why are we shooting the show at five p.m. on Friday? Like, right? No, like, oh, oh, you know what? I bet none of these people have kids. Like, there's just no way. It's like when someone brings like a cat on a plane. You're like, <laughs> what are the chances that no one? on this plane has a cat allergy. Right, yeah. But none of us can eat peanuts? Yeah. <laughs> like, the fact that you thought, as someone that would love to bring animals on planes and can't, because I'm the, like. And if there's one animal you could leave in a home for like eight <laughs> days by itself, it's a fucking cat. By the way, bringing it, how about this? Bringing a cat on a plane, abuse. Active abuse. <laughs> it's being radiated like all fuck. Yeah. It's miserable. It doesn't want to be there. How no one this? wants it there. How about this? Let me do you a better. Cats shouldn't be domesticated. <laughs> <laughs> they want to be outside. Yeah. Open a door. See what they do. They're going to. By the way. My... <laughs> you never seen a cat smile until it's outside. By the way, go to a cat person's house and you like open the door. Like, Don't open the door. The cat's yeah. going to cut. And you're like. <laughs> and then you walk in and there's like nine gates and cages to keep the cat. <laughs> and then they're like, have built a whole like- It's like Shawshank for they, kitties. They built like a carpet forest yeah. to keep it interest. Like it's in jail. Hair floating. Yeah. Why do you need to keep this thing in a, in your home so bad? Ugh. And it, it, it doesn't even like you. No. Doesn't like anyone. Yeah. They don't right? sit on your lap. They don't come yeah. over to you. They and look, I love my dogs. But as my friend Maddie pointed out, she's like, I was like, dogs are just, I, I would love to get cats at some point, but like dogs, like they're just so loyal. And she goes, my dog will jump in any car if the person opens the door. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> You're kind of like, that's true. <laughs> like, no questions asked either. It's like a three-year-old kid. It's like, you're my friend, right? Like, we're cool, but if a better opportunity comes along, sure. it's like a woman dating in her 20s. So I have this theory that women dating their 20s, I'll speak for myself and not all oh, women because they're all so different. Um, <laughs> they are, but you know this, you know what I'm doing. My God, you guys love generalizations, admit it. Um, is that I think that when women date in their 20s, like I was working on this as a joke. I, I don't know if I ever worked. I was too scared to do it. It was like men will cheat down and women will cheat up. So like, like women are like, I'm madly in love with you. Right. Um, uh, if you're a real estate agent, but like if a doctor comes along, like I will <laughs> upgrade. Whereas right. God, a man will be married to like the CEO of a company. But like if like a cute babysitter comes along, yep. we'll downgrade. Yeah. 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 At, at a very large cost, but no questions asked. <laughs> <laughs> like men are always looking to downgrade and women are always looking to upgrade. 
Well, I think that's why you never see like a group of guys. There's like groups of girls always backstage at the concert, right? Or the, but Lady Gaga, like, mm-hmm. there's no like Ugh. swath of dudes in football no, jerseys. No, she's like, got she gay men being like, oh, she looked better last year. <laughs> <laughs> I love right. you, gay men, but like, they are like, at this point, they're like, mm, I don't know about that. I'm like, how did you get meaner than the straight men? When did that happen? <laughs> Straight men are telling me I look pretty, prettier without makeup. <laughs> I always you're I, telling me to take it up a notch. I had a joke that never worked, but I, it just gay that men. Means it was funny. Gay men will 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 take the nicest word in the language and make it mean hello. So it's like anytime hello, it's like oh God, <laughs> Jesus God, yeah, like, what hello. Are I, why are we in a fight? <laughs> maybe maybe you couldn't. Maybe no one wanted to marry you. That was my thing with a lot of my gay friends. I was like, we're fighting hard to fucking get you, get you fucking marriage yeah. rights. You deserve it. Yeah. But why are you married yet? It's been five years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's you. No better audience member, I think, than a a nice core group of gay guys. Oh, best. The best. Yeah, they got all that money I think for if the you're, merch. If you're going to break down like general, like Worst. gay guys, blacks, Latinos- Ugh. Uh, and then whites and Asians are tied for like a, Latinos a good fourth are or fifth. a little. I'm still Could get a little they, rowdy. They no, uh, I dude, Ontario is my favorite. I'm there this weekend. Oh, <laughs> it's like oh, I'm so jealous. Ding ding ding! Here you we know go. I had to cancel my Oxnard shows because I did an announcement, what and um, I just it didn't hit. Wait, what happened? I did like. Wait, a- hold on, hold on. When you say it didn't hit, that was so subtle, but it's like, uh oh, what? <laughs> Drum roll. Let me get a fork and knife. Where's my bib? What happened? So I like am doing this big, like, I want to, I kind of, I love doing theaters. I love doing clubs more than anything. That's where you get good. Like, that's like the gym. I also sure. love going back to the clubs that mm-hmm. I did. Uh, that first of all headlined me before I could sell tickets. Right. Like I will always go back there. And then in between theater tours, I love doing just ca- the California improvs that I've sure. always done. Oxnard, Brea, Irvine, Le- uh, fucking uh, Oxnard is now called Levity Live though. Sorry. Yeah. Um, whatever. Sometimes, uh, you know, San Diego, La Jolla, mm-hmm. like just to get good for that's what we do. And so I'm here with Pat. Were you here when we shot that? Yeah. You fucking should see, hell. You should see what I cut out of that. Let's show it. Let's show Can we do, do you okay. know what it is? I can. I, I just want to show it because yeah. I want you guys to see. <laughs> Hold on. So wait, you got in trouble for this or they? I'll, I'll um, I do have to go on the local news and speak with the mayor. What? Do you have it? Can you? Can we play it here? I'll, yeah, I'll pull it up. When did this TV. happen? A couple weeks ago. This I is... was going to Oxnard. One of my favorite. By the way, I'm looking at. You know that like we got to start buying Oxnard. Like pe- blowing up, dude. Yeah. Like Malibu billionaires are buying an Oxnard now. Really? Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> And there's but, a second apology. But no, I'm, I'm just saying it's fucked up <laughs> yeah. that the people of Oxnard should be, hope, hopefully they own, because it's about to be like- It's about to blow up. It's about to become, the real estate's about to become so expensive that kind of the people that I now know kind of live there, it might be prohibitively expensive. But again, you could go down this rabbit hole. California, we're one million units short. And so they're saying by 2035, they're going to- uh, Just housing units. Okay. That's why the homeless, yeah, homelessness, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And that's why, you know, as I said, we need to end cemeteries. And just go green, right? Is that the new thing? Just build apartment buildings on cemeteries. Uh, because I don't think our ancestors would have wanted us to be paying higher prices because they were in a 
And then Say Blumhouse is going to come at you for all the new pitches that they're getting because Correct. of this idea. Well, that's, I bet. Yeah. There we go. So, okay. So let me know if this can be pulled up. Yeah. Because it is important that a real touring comic sees this. Also, okay. So I'm, I know people think that I like grew up on like a, a English estate with horses or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, like whatever. But hold on. Not yet. Not yet. Can I give a context? Yeah. I'm going to get the audio going here. Okay. Not yet. You know, it's my biggest pet peeve when a video starts before, and you're like, oh, well, now it's, now you've seen it. <laughs> now it's over. Um, so uh, Santa Barbara is like the wealthiest area. I, there's La Jolla in California, but like sure. Santa Barbara. Oprah lives there. Montecito. Right. It's, I'm not sure why. There must be some. It's beautiful. Isn't. I, 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 do you not it's, think it's. By the way, it's like, What do you think fine. is the most beautiful real estate in the state of California. The Topanga Westfield Mall. <laughs> I love it there. I think it's, I do. I think it's a, I think it's a feat. I think it's, a, I think it's a beautiful, I think it's a beautiful, you know what? I, 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 I think we need to, we also need to note that uh -huh. clearly you, you had, were exhausted on this day. This was one of the days. Where I feel like I have my shit together in this, this video. This was one of the days where you were the most tired. I think you had been up for like two days traveling. We did like. Are you talking uh, into the microphone? Like, can yeah, they I have hear a you? Microphone right here. Okay, cool. You were returning from a trip. This was around the time where uh, we did the New York trip. There was ah, a bunch of other oh, stuff. Oh, Jesus you Christ. You were slammed for like eight days in a but row. The fact that I don't remember shooting it tells you everything you need to know. And then we and then we were asked to turn this in that day. So then you were I'm, like, fine, let's shoot it. So great. So I'm like, fine, let's shoot it. Because <laughs> I want it to look nice. It's yeah. Oxnard. I've been going to Oxnard for sure. 10 years. Yeah. And before I do specials, I'll usually go to Oxnard, La Jolla, and sometimes yep. Phoenix. Um, Tune-up sets. And, you know, what's that? Yep. Tune-up sets. Tune-up sets. Yep. And by the way, this is me going... You guys got the final say. That's right. how much I like you guys. Right, right. Yeah. You got if you think it's funny, I, I trust you. Yeah. You know, because this is funny in certain places, like mm, I should cut it. Right. You know, whatever. Sure. It's yeah. Certain people, whatever. So Oxnard is right next to a place called Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara is the most expensive place in California. Sure. Right. I just think it's. I don't. I. I'm sure I'll appreciate it at some point. I just. I feel like if you're gonna have an ocean, why are the waves just like? Like they right. don't. It's like a kid's wave pool. There's like nothing there. Where are the fucking waves, yeah. man? <laughs> yeah. Dude, how am I going to slowly walk into the ocean <laughs> without being sucked in an undertow? Right, you know, yeah. every good beach needs an undertow. <laughs> you need a few deaths. That's what you, you need. Be, a few drowns yeah, to keep it spicy. Dude, you know, the beach should be like, a, will my fiance come back or not? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like some drama, but it's like I just feel like I don't know. I think I'm not like a four old school four seasons. Sure. Like uh, it's four hundred dollars a night. Why haven't they like made the carpet smell less weird? Like I just am like I don't I don't think I'm that like a. You don't mind box uh, wine out of a box every now and then. Uh, I mean, please. Yeah. As in a pussy. <laughs> yes, please. Now we're talking. So like I guess I think I just don't do well in fancy places because yeah. I'm like, why is this costing so much? Why is it, like this is not? I'm not relaxed. Like uh, like I just am like want to be in the dirt with my horses. Like, I'm just not, you know. Sure. So then Oxnard is right next door. I hear that my entertainment lawyer, who is, could buy real estate wherever he wants, has bought a, a home in Oxnard. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, okay, I have, okay, I'm not outing him. Uh, a couple really big, so in my head, Oxnard, I've gone there many times. Sure. I think Oxnard is beautiful. Right. 
Okay. Santa Barbara, I'm like, mm, feels a little like overpriced and quiet and like country clubby. And then Oxnard, right on the beach, what is the hotel that is the closest? You come in and you see the fucking coast. It's right the 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 um ocean, because I'll take a nap from four to five, wake up, and then you see right. the sun going down on the ocean. I think Oxnard, I think it's beautiful. Okay. Okay. Yep. Hey, oh, hold on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. book the tour. All the clubs like sold out. I have yeah. Oxnard and like I don't know, two months. Yeah. And I get, I'm doing a shout out for Oxnard, which promoting shows now, it used to be you could post it, sold. Now it's like you go to a city that you've sold 6,000 tickets in and then the airport, someone's like, Steve Burton, you're my favorite. What are you doing here? (laughs) And you're like, (laughs) yeah. I don't know if it's getting to you and you just don't want to see me or if it never, I just don't think anything we post gets to anyone we want to see it. I, I promise you it's the case. By the way, you're famous. I'm familiar. That's the difference between us. So people always say to me, so they racist. go, how do you, how do I, do I, and I answered it one time and I'll never answer it again. It was a, it was a flight attendant. She goes, how do I know you? I was like, well, I, I have a TV show. She goes, no, that's not it. I go, I, I've done the Tonight Show a few times. She goes, nah. I go, I've had some specials on Comedy Central. She goes, fuck, no. She goes, do you work at Best Buy? I was like, get the fuck. I'm never, ever answering <laughs> that question ever again. Ever. Do you work in American Airlines <laughs> for the past 82 years? Yeah. <laughs> Awful. So that's the context. So that's the context. I'm so excited to go to Oxnard. Yeah. It's one of the only California locations that I could drive back that night, and I choose to stay. Right, Bring my right. dogs. Spend the, actually like hang out because yeah. normally Irvine Brea, I just drive home not because it's you're not uh, a beautiful, yeah. but it's like I'm on the beach. It's gorgeous. Sure. Okay. So they're like, so Pat, it's like whatever four in the morning. Pat's like, you got to do. They're saying you need to do a shout out to sell Oxnard tickets. Yeah. Okay. Hey everyone, I'm nope. coming to Oxnard on December eighth, 9th, and tenth to Levity Live. Now, you're already pushing. Like I'm already coming to Oxnard. <laughs> The fact that I have to like promote it and tell everyone is so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> so if we don't sell this out in the next 24 hours, how about this? I'm just canceling. <laughs> <laughs> this is already more, this is already so beneath me to even be fucking coming to wherever the fuck this fucking, what is that place with a wasteland of a hellhole? So don't. How dare, why, like, why am I even reading this? This is sick. This is sickening. I'm sick. You make me sick. Where even is Oxnard? Santa Barbara. It's in, it's like north of Santa Barbara. If I come to Santa Barbara and there, or wherever the fuck this is, if I come to Oxnard and there's not a line seven fucking miles long down the street, I will set this entire state on fucking fire. Am I, I hope I'm being clear. We good? Yeah. Good. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. If I, if I, if I, if I I'd be like, that's fucking hilarious. And I, I'm kind of jealous. I'm like, why didn't I do that when I went to Toledo? Well, because you'd have to cancel because gangs were threatening to <laughs> yeah. kill the waitresses. Um <laughs> So then, um, uh, I think Heather McDonald, who was a uh, was on Chelsea lately, um, a lot comedian. I think she saw it and got confused. Like she put it on her podcast and was like, "Why is Whitney being so mean to Oxnard?" Yeah. Um, but it's a no. I know, but I knew when. Um, 
I knew something was up when like four or five comics texted me separately being like, that Oxnard thing was hilarious. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, this can't be good. <laughs> like, I knew it. I was like, why is, why is Tim Dillon telling me my Oxnard shout out was funny? Like, this is not like- Ari Shafir just got dropped by dude. his agency and he's like, hey man, that, so that. Wait, No, dude. No, like, like Nick Yusuf, like deep cuts. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or just like, dude. Patrice came out from the fucking grave and was like, good job. You get him, girl. So it's like, mm, I don't know. It's just like this fucked up stupid thing where it's like, I now know- that Oxnard is, I don't know how to say it. It's like the, 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 the. Um, what do you just call it? Like there, the, there's a group of people that do all the service jobs. In they're Santa the service they of the hotel. Live in Santa Barbara. Got it. So I went, hey, service people, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Even though. Hey, service people, I'm coming to go. At a show, they're probably the, the hardest to laugh at that, by the way. I would say at a show, they're the hardest to laugh at that. So at the Oxnard Levity Live, mm -hmm. I'm coming there mm -hmm. to make the service people for the rich assholes in Santa Barbara sure. laugh for an hour. Yeah. And now I have to, literally the mayor called within like two hours. The mayor called? Who does, who does my, the mayor call? Uh, uh, my manager. I mean, that is so- I am so, I like am sorry, but like- The way you feel about Oxnard in that, which is a joke, is the way I actually feel about the mayor. But also- I'm like, I, who I the fuck is this? I, I don't want to get anybody, so I'm I not gonna- I think the I'm mayor's gonna... just like, uh, like, I think the mayor just wants to get on local morning news. Um, no, that's a joke. Uh, but would you want to come see a comic that went- Oxnard, Levity Live. I will be there in two weeks. Um, please get tickets. Um, love you guys so much. Thank you. WhitneyCummings.com. Tickets and um, meet and greets are going to be $7,000. And um, I'm going to be there uh, two days only and never again. <laughs> the answer like, is what, no. what shout out isn't fucking awful? Yeah, of course. It's You guys, we're humiliating ourselves. Like, we're, there used to be people, there used to be whole departments that would advertise us. They go, they get a stupid photo of us, put it on a billboard, and at least you go, well, I didn't do it. Everyone know, like, we didn't do that. <laughs> and then there used to be people outside of clubs going like, wanna come see a comedy show? Now we are the person outside the comedy club going, do you wanna come see me? I'll be inside. <laughs> Anyone, it's me. Me inside. Or like, I'm just basically in front of Oxnard going, I'll be here in two months. <laughs> like, where did the money go of the marketers? Right. Like, there used to be a whole business of people whose job it was to tell Oxnard that I'm coming right. that weren't, don't let the comic say This is what thing. happens. That's right. This is what happens. Why are you letting me take over the marketing business? <laughs> but that's, that. that's the, not to get too serious, but. 15, 20 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, the onus was on the comedy clubs to get people in the seats. And now it's wholly dependent out of pure laziness on the comics because, oh, you got a following. That's why I booked you. Oh, so you I'm going to lose my following by only posting about Tampa? Exactly. Thanks. Yeah. But also- Can you not do a story? Can you actually, uh, to isolate it, to, the, to, so to take all the following and just do something for a scintilla of the followers? And then uh, sure, I guess. Okay, okay. he said scintilla, just FYI. Um, <laughs> uh, but also, 
the way that historically comedians, and I'm not saying this is what I did on purpose, but the way comedians got asses in seats for comedy clubs is they went on local news. Yes. And were fucking idiots. Yes. At six in the morning, hungover. But, but yeah, bird cry, like we would go on and make, <sighs> upset them. Yes. We would frankly- ups- A, to get, never get asked back. Oh, no, no, no. But B, to be there with the club and manager. And then the like, radio. Why? Nobody and then, wants and we're, us here. Yeah, we're fucking like- you know, eating a beetle at 7 a.m. <laughs> like, just like, all right. I remember one time I went into like, you know, I don't know. It was like, um, like, you know, Papa and the Worm or something. And I, <laughs> like, we used to pedal our, fu- we used to do shows till literally like midnight, one in the morning. And then we had to do, we had to get picked up at 4 a.m. Yeah. Okay. By some woman just in zebra print. <laughs> it's like, so get, you don't lose track of her. Just get yeah. in that fucking Taurus. That's right. Yeah. Straight to, you know, you know, Beanie and the Starfish. <laughs> it's and it's like, you literally walk in and they're like, ah, when you come in, yeah, oh, yeah, love it. Okay. So we're doing a competition where everyone is going to eat a cricket asshole. You in? And you're just like, Guys, I just, I just woke up. What? What? Uh, yeah, dude. Um, you know, it's my favorite comedian, Bill Cosby. Cool. <laughs> like, so it's just like, just know that when we are not, we didn't go to school to promote the, like, this is not what we do. The way that we always got asked yeah. in seats was to go on local talk shows and local radio and be so upsetting that people go, I gotta go see this guy. Yeah. So I, to be fair, had I come to Oxnard to promote, like I would have done something probably way worse on the morning television. <laughs> Had, you know what I mean? It's like choose your pick your poison. If if yeah. comedians are coming to your city, we are gonna make jokes. Would you want to come see a comic that isn't making jokes, even about coming to see you? No, I I, I think every comic you spend at least the first few minutes kind of dumping on. Like yeah. one of the reasons Bill Burr blew up is he was he shit on the city of Philadelphia when they weren't driving with him. It's like yeah, that's kind of what what this is all about. It's to your point, it's like breaking it all down to the reality and nitty gritty of like you, yeah, and you guys the shittiness of the situation. You guys don't want me to be scared of making fun of Oxnard because if that's the case, I'm going to be afraid of saying tranny. I'm going to yeah. if, if, if it works in a joke, I'm going to be afraid yeah. of saying ma'am or like you don't want a comedian who's afraid. Yeah, So exactly. if you see someone who's afraid that's a comic, like I'm not saying they're not going to be funny, but it's just like, the chances are maybe a little lower. So if you yeah. see a comic doing something ballsy, even if that's at the expense of your beautiful city, <laughs> there might be a chance that when you see them, yeah. you know what I mean? Sure. Because here's the irony. If the, if people came, I think, and I made fun of it, yeah. they probably would have, it, it would have been fun there if I had roasted the city yeah. like in an elegant way. It was just in a context that was just like, you can't control. But what's the mayor going to, uh, I, I don't want to, I could talk off air, but but like, does the mayor of jurisdiction would he well, be the, like the you, club you... started getting lots of threats, <laughs> and I guess apparently a lot of very big motorcycles were parked outside the club oh, really? for like days at a time, yeah. And so the wait, so it's like I can't put the waitresses like I I'll always be safe, you know. This could be one of my favorite stories. I can't wait to tell like eight comics about this. This is fucking great. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is really, I get it. You got to do it. You got to kiss the ring. I understand. But it's pretty fucking awesome. This is my favorite part <laughs> of really it is awesome. when I get the call. We're texting, texting. And then when someone calls, you're like, uh-oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> why Why are we texting? Let's keep texting. I'm good. I'm good on the texting. And uh, they were like, hey, so I guess 
you kind of um, tiptoed into the whole like um, Bloods versus Crips feud by what? accident. And I was like, huh? Cool. Was it all the blue? I was like, this oh my blue, God. this is red. I was like, which one do they think I am? This is fucking yeah. sick. Oh, that's cool. So they were like, I know. Yeah. But they were like, so when you say fuck Oxnard, I think it's the LA versus Oxnard. Uh, there's a little bit of that. So there's like, I kind of fell into like, I think the mayor would probably just want to help me understand um, how much time I have left on this earth <laughs> and maybe what to maybe, you know, what, what colors to avoid wearing or something. I don't know. But there was just a little bit of a, like you walked into like a, you think I'm cool enough to be in a fucking gang? I wish. <laughs> you know, like a, a parent teacher group. I, I would see like, yeah, like a homeowners association. Like maybe. I see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, by the way, owning yeah. a home, that's a fucking scam. I just, I just realized that. Yeah. I, 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 by the way, like, I, I think that's one of the funniest promos I've ever seen. I fucking love it. Comics get it. <laughs> it's really fucking great. But I was, you just saw a person at their breaking point. That's, I mean, how can you not think that's funny? That's trimmed down, like, went on for four <laughs> minutes. She went on for four minutes after that. And I didn't even show it. I didn't show it back to you. I didn't want it to go anywhere. Like at the end when you're like, are we clear? Like I was like, good enough. Gotta get out of this one. Cause I, you didn't give me anything oh usable, like in their minds usable. I was like, well, at least she hasn't personally offended everybody that she's gonna talk to this week. Yeah, just Let's just pull out of this one. I just think there's nothing funnier than having someone on camera when, the moment they snap. Oh, like what? Like it was, it's so clear yeah. that I am just so road hard and put away wet at this point. And I'm just like, why am I the person who has to do this? Isn't there someone whose job is to make sure I sell these? By the way, do I have to sell all the tickets? Why? I'll pay you. You know what happened to this? Let's not sell it out. This whole thing, I'm just sell out every venue. No, I don't. It's fine. Yeah. The people who figured out I would like to be there. The people that we have to go, I just, I don't want them. Don't even, yeah. If you don't know about it, I, I don't even want to promote my shows anymore. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. And then you know what? I'll pay you the money you lost on booking me. Because <laughs> it's actually long run, less emotionally expensive for me. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Because yeah. my favorite is now when you, like, you sell out clubs, you know, you sell out fucking eight, eight shows and they're like, uh, one out of show, and you're like, no, yeah. I don't. Oh, you came really close to that one bonus. It's like, what? Because now, now, by the way, because what if I don't sell that one out? Then I can't say sold out? Yeah. I see what you're doing. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop while I'm ahead. They're all, the, they they all got the games. You wanna add a show today? Isn't tomorrow the first show? I don't, I don't know, buddy. You wanna add a show Sunday at one? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> why? Who? No one. We have a show Saturday, five o'clock show. 7.30 show, 10 o'clock show. Hear me out. You added the 5.30. Yes, three shows Got on it. a Saturday. What about an 11.15 a.m. matinee show after you've done four hours of press yeah. on shows that are already sold out? Look, they just got a waffle maker. <laughs> they don't know how to use it. And we're thinking this is the perfect opportunity. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'd love to help you guys sell waffles. Of course, yeah. I don't want to sleep in. Jimmy and the waffle. Yeah. 
Do you remember Man Cow? Of course. I oh. remember. I. I don't know, man. I don't know much about him. But the fact that he had me on, I feel like he was like the ticket to selling tickets in the Chicago area, Midwest, right? Chicago. Yeah. And the whole thing was, I remember one time I was touring with Bobby, opening for Bobby and maybe Schaumburg or something or Chicago Improv, whatever it was. And it it was like, gotta go to Mancow, Mancow. And he went to go like do Mancow. And it was like, so, you know, everyone's like, Mancow, gotta go Mancow, Mancow. If you do Mancow, it's over. You sell out. You're a billionaire. Like it was like our Johnny Carson or something. Yeah. And so, um. I'm like, finally get booked on Man Cow, right? And I'm like, oh my God, I, I, I'm up at like, two, you just go straight from your last show to the radio station yeah. at this point. You just like leave the club at 2 a.m. You just go at 4 a.m. Yeah. I go, and I'm like, so I'm like sitting in the fucking waiting room, so fucking tired. And then there's, um, there's a band, like eight men with instruments. And at that moment, I did say, you know what? It could be worse. Like, <laughs> at least we get to travel alone yeah. without being like, can you can you hold the train? Okay, I'll carry the tambourine. If it's your- Tune it, Ricky. I don't even. Okay, whatever. I just don't think we need to bring the triangle. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, just like fight. Like, there's what are the chances everyone's on time in the morning? No. I mean, just like, fuck that. I'm surprised more musicians haven't fucking overdosed on whatever. So, um. I go in and um, you go in and you're just thrown in. He's just like, bleh, 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 bleh. he's got like nine fucking phone All calls. over the place. He's like, okay, cool. And I'm just sitting there. Like, bef- he doesn't speak to me for 20 minutes. And yeah. I'm just like, like, you know, when you like are trying oh, to yeah. like find your. You're there and you're not even, you're Patrick Swayze in Ghost. You're, you're like, by the way, am I? they throw you. Yeah. You, you're like, yeah. And you're like, but let me get into my, like, I can get in. Yeah. Just let me find my, so I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) And then then finally something happens and he's like, so like, he looks at me kind of, and he's like, so like, what do you think of, um, you know, the fact that, uh, what does anyone care about? I just don't know. Global Uh, warming. uh, So yeah. um, Yeah. yeah, So what do you think about the fact that Ross Perot is running or something? Whatever was happening at the time. I don't know. That was way, that was a crazy reference. I'm sorry. I don't know. And then he asked me a question. What do you think about Monica Lewinsky? It was, oh my God, I was 10. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have like a, I have a real blind spot of news in my 20s. Like, what do you think about Paris Hilton's nip slip or whatever? And I went, oh, you know what I think? And he went, shh. Because he was in an earpiece talking to someone else. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what? He had two earpieces in and was talking to them. He had, and it was just like, and you know when you spend a lot of time talking on either a podcast or a radio thing, Mm -hmm. and then afterwards you realize it was just audio? Yeah, yeah. And you're like. Why do we? Why did we? What was this? Yeah. I had an experience with him. But I waited two hours. He never even got to me. Winnie, he never even got to me. I sat in the green room for one hour. Then I sat in studio for another hour. He never got to me either. He never got to me. And I was, I was just like, just... so I was just like a fan. Like I'm just here. And I'll tell you, I'm not a fan. Like, get me out of here. Why do I wake up for this? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's weird. And I'd rather go on Opie and Anthony. Let me go home. And by home, I mean my, my, um, my, um, my. Give me a pillow to cry in. My Kipton. (laughs) (laughs) Honors. So I mean, in Schaumburg. It's just like, who, like, what? We're the most dis, like, dis, again, dis, Chris Rock was punched in the face on television. No one stood up. Just, that's all I'll say. 
And then he gets punched right. in the face and everyone's like, is Will Smith okay? <laughs> right. It's like, what the fuck? I got a fucking stool to the back. I was telling these guys, I got a stool to the back of the head. Eight staples. So. Fist fight at the stop comedy store. Stop letting people shit on you. I remember the night you got in the fist fight at the comedy store. Oh. There was a night. Yeah. I actually have this written down. This is my favorite thing about Steve Byrne. Is she, he's actually the most fucking low-key gangster there is. Because... Yeah. Most comedians are pussies. Like when someone, <laughs> let's be, I'm sorry, they just are. Like if I've seen comics like fucking, th like guys you think are tough and had someone, like a woman in the audience be like, fuck you. And he's like, oh, what? Remove her? Like scared. And you're like, Jesus, man, that was easy. <laughs> there was a night in the OR yeah. where you, did someone storm the stage or throw a chair at you and then Brett Ernst came on the stage? Yeah, here's what happened. So I was on stage and as I'm getting up there, um, a group of Asians walked out and this guy is with like three friends but they're spaced out because there's nobody there at this store at the time, okay? And he's eating wings. That's right. I remember there's, there was not a lot of people in the- Nobody. He's eating wings and he looks at me and goes, hey, I haven't even touched the mic yet. He goes, your friend's left. And he goes, I go, what? He goes, oh, your friend's left and he's eating wings and he's licking his fingers. I go, did you say that because I'm Asian and so the people are Asian? He goes, yeah. I go, well, if they're outside, maybe I should go meet them. He goes, maybe you should. I go, well, maybe you should fucking meet me too out there. He goes, maybe I hey, will. Let me tell you something. He wasn't <laughs> joking. Like you're joking right now. Yeah, yeah. Like this motherfucker, there's a gear that is just like, and then we're all kind of in the hallway, like, because with the comics, they, you don't in, intervene unless. It, it comes to what it came it to. It feels yeah. like physical, because I had a comedian, a man, come on stage when I was performing, dealing with a heckler, oh. and come out on stage behind me and go. And I was like, no. it got really weird. And I turned around, and I was like, it was wild. And then I, at Chicago, LOL festival when it was there for like yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then afterwards I got off stage, I was like shaking. Sebastian saw it and he was like, get in the car, get in the car. And I was like shaking. And I was like, I don't like, I, it was like 12 o'clock. It was like some dirty show at midnight. Like just unnecessary, like yeah. crazy. And um, uh, I called the next day 12 comics. All of, And I said, what would it, what would it take for you to go on stage? Right. If another comedian was dealing with a problem in the audience. Sure. 11 of them said, there would have to be someone physically charging the stage. And I think Dom Herrera said, I would have to see a gun. Like that's how, like you let him handle <laughs> that's it. That's how, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until it's physical danger. So yeah. we're all sitting in the back, like, like, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, oopsies. <laughs> and yeah. then I remember Brett Ernst. Well, I got, he, the guy and I, I, we came together and I just started wailing on him. And he's on the ground, I'm wailing on him. But his friend, I didn't see his friend, picked up one of those comedy store tables and Brett Ernst tackled the guy. Otherwise, I'd be eating out of a straw right now. I mean, that's what that's the reality. Those Why tables are fucking turtles? heavy. Why do you hate turtles? Excuse me? You're not allowed to do straws anymore. <laughs> Everyone that eats out of a straw, like yeah. you are killing turtles, even if you're like, don't have a- Incapacitated know. too, yep. Yeah. I got it. That's what the whole My point was. My parents were both incapacitated. I don't let them use straws. Yep. The yeah, I don't want to kill the, the paper turtles gotta... out there that do have a chance of living. <laughs> <laughs> that was wild, dude. But I'll tell you, that was one of those incidents where you're a young guy and you don't. And Tommy was like, "Hey!" Oh yeah, all of it. But it was like, no. I'm a moron. I'm a fucking idiot. As as much as you could go, oh, I beat the shit. It's just like, no, you're a fucking moron. 
Your job yeah. is to fucking handle the room under any and all circumstances, period, across the board. Be a professional. The minute I got off the stage, I was just like any of them. If I may say something, if I may yeah. agree, and um, your therapist nailed it with this whole thing in you, exactly right, but yeah. at the time- At the time, like it felt great. <laughs> at, at a time where racism, yeah. like it, it's like, it kind of, it's, there's a point where like just enough is kind of enough. And sure. sometimes we have to bite back. There's a, there's a, there's, yeah. cause I'm sure there have been, I mean, maybe it's like, I'm trying to relate, but like there are times where I'll let that one slide. I'll let that one slide. Sure. And then one day it's just, you did this, you just did this on the wrong day. That's all. Yes. Because yes. I left the laugh factory early to get here. And I, I didn't go on the date with the girl that I'm into because I, I told her I couldn't reschedule. And then I sure. got here. And then there's comics in the back and you kind of just like disrespected me. It, there's not really a lot of people here. So you just, you're embarrassed. You know what I mean? It was just a little bit like, yeah, th like that man needed to be stopped and you knew it. Cause you in were that like, moment, yeah. this isn't the first and this isn't the last. And sure. comedians sometimes take it upon ourselves to be like, like if I'm on a plane and someone um, is playing music like out loud, mm -hmm. I'm like, everyone's like, I'm like, I would love, may I, can I please, like, please, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. can I please do it? Like, I can, like, thank yeah. like, I, like, I think we're very good at handling yes. really yeah. people that, some people need to be handled. And I think we're in an epidemic of, there's just some, a couple people that just have not, that need to just get punched in the face. And then it's kind of like. <laughs> Look, I, I love movies. I love going to the movie theater. I hate people. People ruin the movie going experience. And you know that arc light attendant? I'm that arc light attendant now at every AMC Whoa. I go to. Where it's like, excuse me, ma'am, could you please turn that the fuck off? Thank you. I I just if there's one thing that gets my temper going, it's just the disrespect of you're holding up the line. Am, or am I no one, one more thing? Yeah. That, sorry, just for people. Yeah. You that night were probably getting paid, and we're not. I'm not asking for for like fifteen dollars, if that. So I think a lot yeah. of times people, oh yeah, taxes, but I mean people are like, oh the comic up here, I paid twenty dollars, so he's probably making five thousand, or he's sure. a millionaire, and you're like, not like, nope. You made the mistake of coming into our house and yeah. um fucking with people that have a lot to lose, but we live like we have nothing to lose. Yeah, and we've been disrespected by so many people for so long and took it that you kind of, I I feel like I've seen so many of my comedian friends where you never know, like one day something just kind of benign. Someone's yeah. like, you idiot. And they're like, what the fuck? And you're like, whoa, yeah. you've been on 10 roasts and you've like do the roast battle. Like this is the thing. Like, yeah. I think sometimes we just like hit our limit. Like you were, were you there the night that I snapped and told everyone to class it up? No. <laughs> but I fucking am, I am all in for it. Well, I just, I'll <laughs> <laughs> I just like hit my limb. Like I just, yeah. and it was like, it just was, I was so like, you guys, you're introducing me to your girlfriends and you're meeting your wives. And like, just like, I know I'm one of the guys and you can trust me and mm -hmm. I'm overhearing your conversations and like, ah, oh, she's a fucking dime. It's like, it's all fine. I don't like, these are like my dudes. Like this is my wolf pack. But I started seeing it getting sabotaging them. Like I saw a lot of great comedi male comedians start to get like success and start being distracted by like girls, which is it, it, right, right. It's drugs, okay. it's you know, and just gotcha. like you yeah. know, like you haven't done new jokes in four months. 
dude. Why do you have, yeah. you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, but, but it's none of my business. Cause then they're like, well, how come I can't get to this? And you're kind of like, well, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Everything is different for everyone. But I think I was just like in that hallway for so long and just seeing some like, not emotional, um, what is it when you're like, not stunted, but a lack of growth emotionally. Right, right. Cause I think as, as comics, we really can stay, we can Peter Pan that shit kind of as long as we want. Like we have to force ourselves to grow. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's so easy because again, there's no HR, there's no overlord. We can stay there's immature just for a long time. A hundred percent, yeah. But we can stay immature and playful on stage. But like, I find the ones that really like long game sustainable are the ones that are like, I'm a mature adult and I run my shit tight and I'm yeah. not special and I don't get to be King Baby that where my like primal instant mm, i want that like we don't get to be fucking babies like rich babies is a yeah. dangerous fucking combination right you know yeah and so one night and this is obviously my damage too i'm make i'm totally accountable for i hadn't healed myself around like the, my, being like obsessed with my dad's approval and obsessed with like or being in relationships where guys like they didn't cheat on me i mm. i forced them they they were not interested and then i forced them to be with me and then they kept doing the thing they said they were going to, you know what I mean? I was just obsessed right. with like unavailable, emotionally unavailable because it was like familiar and chase them. Who cares? Who cares? Mm -hmm. So then um, a comic was telling a story about sleeping with another female comic mm -hmm. in like a weird way. And I think that kind of, it's like, you, do, you don't do this to female comics. You know what I mean? You yeah. know female comics like have had a past of some kind of trauma. So it's sure. like, I think, so he's telling the story and everyone's laughing. And I just like, got really like really intensely serious right and just what like so embarrassing <laughs> i was like you know what you guys need to do <laughs> to the whole hallway i yeah. was like you guys need to class it up <laughs> and it was described back to me i believe by mike young because i blacked out he was like it just looked like a helicopter <laughs> was coming down the hallway and i was like and you need to class it up and you stop bringing girlfriends here because i know your wife and you need to settle down it's weird that you're 55 and have never been in a long term like every single person and then sebastian walked by and i went you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is so correct. Yeah. Never brought a girl to the comedy store, not once. Until his wife. Yeah. yeah. I never saw it. The funniest experience I ever had on the road, not to bring up a, a fight story, but Sebastian and I, this is way back in the day. We we're both single. We met some girls. We hung out at the hotel. I'm like, I'm going to walk him to the car. I'm going to walk him to the to the elevator. He goes, okay, uh, I'm just going to hang back. I go, okay. So I go, and as I'm walking to the elevator- <laughs> Two girls are in it. There's a black guy holding the door open with four black guys behind him. And he's trying to hit on the girl. And I hear him like, come on, girl. Come on, come on. No. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit, how do I do this? So I, I kind of go into the arm and I'm like, hey, you know, we're, you know, I get it. We're we're all having a good time. But, you know, just walking him back to the car. And, Please tell me you did this. Oh. <laughs> hey, all, you, you guys like sun chips? Any, any sun chips hey, you want in the anyone, lobby? Anyone it's, need a Capri Sun? It's on me, yeah. Orange slices? We're good. <laughs> oh my god Ew, uh, yeah <laughs> by the way groups of black guys respond great to that <laughs> what's up guys hello amigos cheers my friends bottle up tonight everybody bottling up no okay we, we cool. turning up <laughs> so you guys trying to tap that later <laughs> he's going he's going come on girl come on give me your number give me your number she's like i'm not giving my number 
And he's holding up his necklace. He's talking about his bling. And she's like, I'm not giving you my number. He goes, come on, just give me your number. She goes, I'm not giving you my number, you. And then she drops the N-bomb. Oh, man. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> uh, if I had forearms, I'd be like, ding, 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 ding. So, so now not she's a good. famous uh, actress? Famous comedian? <laughs> oh, no. Famous podcaster. <laughs> so now he walks in, the door's shut, and I'm like, ah, shit. So I kind of step in front, and we grab each other's shirts. I played hockey, you know, so you pull the jersey over the head. Sure. And I'm just going for broke. Well, so. I'm sorry. I played hockey, so, you know, just pull the jersey over the head. Pull the jersey over the head. That was, that was the fight move in hockey. I don't, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you. And I dated an Armenian hockey guy. <laughs> <laughs> Smelled great. He told me Probably about Probably the it. best smelling. Not if, okay, uh, n there's some. Yeah. The ones that have genocide ancestry, maybe not. He's very like, <laughs> we don't, I just. The On best actual? way to deal with an enemy is deter them. Or something. Yes. He's like, I'm not going to wash my shit because then I'm going to attract the kind of people that give a shit. There's like two kinds of Armenian. Tell me you were with. Or the, three or four or five. I don't the know. The good how. one though. The smell, the good smell. Well, this good, one was from yeah. Little Armenia down in uh, <laughs> uh, okay. LA. No, but he's like, he's like comes from Armenia. Like, I think he's whatever, first generation. So it's yeah. a lot of like, we have one shirt and we don't buy a new one. Got it. Because, you know. This is very sad. No, he's so funny. Yeah. Oh, it's good. The, it's the funniest shit ever. Well, it's good. Well, anyways, we get in a fight, right? We're rocking around. The elevator stops, and I'm stuck in midair. So anytime I hear Sarah Smiles by Hall & Oates, I just like have like flashbacks <laughs> in CBS or Walgreens. I'm like, oh, You're God. You're in the elevator cavity. In an elevator, cavity. Okay. stuck in midair. And no fucking way hitting this guy. And he goes, chill dog, chill, chill dog, chill. I go, are you done? He goes, chill dog. I go, are you done? He goes, I'm done. He gets up. The girl's crying. He pulls his shirt over his head and he's just staring at me now. And I'm in the elevator like, fuck, he's going to come at me again. We're not fucking moving. This is not going to be good. And he's staring at me and he looks really intently at me. And then he just goes, uh, were you on BT's comic view? And I was like, Yeah. Yeah, I was. He's like, you do the Bruce Lee thing? I go, yeah. He goes, I fucking love that. And I go, oh my <laughs> fucking God. I go, woo. And he's like, he's like, man, I really, I was like, yeah, that's why I'm here. And I met this fucking racist at the show. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't know. And so now he and I are hanging out, right? It's fucking great. All and of a sudden. you like this fucking kind. Oh. Damn, pull, someone pull a jersey over that fucking, <laughs> fucking butterface. Let's Eiffel Tower her. And so I then, what that is. then the elevator goes back up. And the doors open, his boys have been sitting there waiting because they heard the commotion and everything. As soon as it opens, pop, 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 I get hit, <laughs> shirt ripped, bleeding here, bleeding here. The manager of the hotel goes, I called the cops, just letting you guys know. Him and his boys, after they hit me, he goes, he goes, guys, 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 don't hit. Remember Bruce Lee on BT's comic view? They go, oh, shit. She's, and then the guy goes, I called the cops. They fucking take off. The girl in the elevator goes back down. I'm standing there. The manager says, are you okay? I go, I'm okay. This this whole thing's been six minutes. Blood, blood, shirt ripped. I hear a door open. Sebastian in all Adidas comes out of the business center <laughs> with a frap. And he looks at me, he goes, the fuck but happened wait. to you, guy? Wait, the business center. The business center. Doing business. Doing business, yes. 
in full Adidas gear, like lotion. He had it all. He, went, he had to he had to do a, a quick little uh, swing by HugoBoss.com. <laughs> I think they had. Well, he got sale. a promo code at the show. He had, to, he had to cash it in. Yeah, that is the only time, not only, but <laughs> the most embarrassing things I've ever done in private. Yeah, like at the comedy store, like. I will look up and be like, I hope no one saw that. And I turn around and Sebastian was like, I'm like, fuck. Like, I'll be getting shit out of my car. Like, shit will be falling out. Like, I'll drop like a thing of Fig Newtons. I'll like pick it up. I'm like, God, that's so embarrassing. I'll turn around and Sebastian will be like, what are you doing? I love that story so much because I love that comics, everyone wants to fight us because we're comics sometimes, but the only way to get out of a fight is for them to be like, wait, you're a comic, right? And you're like, yeah, dude. yeah And they're like, you. oh, you're good. And you're yeah. like, wait. Like, I, leading oh. with that gets me punched in the face. <laughs> but after I get punched in the face, if you learn after, like, I don't get a second one. Like, it's just like, what the fuck? This is the shortest thing, and then we'll end because I uh, I end things very awkwardly, and I'm very excited. Um, uh, uh, The Last Late Night with Steve Byrne, Amazon.com. Amazon Prime, yep. It's Prime, where it is. And- do it. Check it out. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Real quick, just in terms of having, the, I think that a big part of my um, trying to improve my brain now that my, my my parents have both passed and I'm just trying to like, you know, when your parents, there's just, I had such an entrenched emotion. I wasn't able to like grow a lot. I, I worry uh, mature in certain ways and mm-hmm. learning how to course correct. It's like, I've been very rigid. I mean, like, this is what works in life with uh, being a good friend, being a good girlfriend, uh, being a good um, comedian and then not going like, because it used to be like, it takes an hour to write a, sorry, it takes a year to write an hour. That's the deal. And then you're like, well, right. no, sometimes it takes a year. Sometimes it should be five years, depending on the thing. Sure. I just, yeah. I did really well with like rigid rules. And now right. I'm like, oh no, flexible. We got to be flexible, flexible. And I kind of learned this uh, in terms of using whatever like infamy or fame or notoriety you, mm-hmm. you have it to, I'm big on like animal welfare stuff and like help and using it in any way that I can help, mm-hmm. like usually behind the scenes because if you post it publicly, you lose your leverage, you know? Sure. So it's just like a sick, addictive fucking hobby. Um, but there was a, as, as everyone, not everyone knows, but there was a giraffe in Malibu at that place, Malibu Safari, uh, during the Woolsey fires, mm-hmm. right? So there's like these horrible fires in Malibu and there's a lot of animals that don't get evacuated. And I like I do like volunteer equine evacuation and animal evacuation during fires because it's really hard to do. Most people can't get animals on trailers in sure. a time of crisis because what you have to do is you have to do uh, rehearsals, practices, drills. So you can't just have a horse for five years and then there's a fire and there's chaos and they're not going to get on the trailer. You have to like twice a year. I'm sure they're reacting to the smells and sights of everything that... And the fear of the person trying to get them on. So yeah. they can get on a trailer when it's calm, but when sure. it's like there's this, uh, ambulances and sirens, we're like, we gotta go! So we do drills mm-hmm. where you create stress. You right. bang on pans and you make and you shake the trailer mm-hmm. and then work on getting the horse on so that they can, wow. do, so they can do it in time of crisis also. Because... Yeah. Anyone can do it in a time of calm, easy, right? But it's, I need to get three horses on. I have 10 minutes, like, you know, whatever. So there's this giraffe in Malibu. Mm-hmm. And I am not, a, I've never attempted suicide. I've never thought about suicide. It sounds like a lot of, like, work. Right. Um, Or just, like, not the solution for whatever. Like, sure. It's just, like, it just, it seems, you know, not for me. And I, I it, like, kills me that people, whoa, feel that way. Because I'm like, it's, I can usually relate to most people's like pain. I'm like, oh, wait, I had like that. I just like, 
I'll, you know, I guess it might just be a chemical thing that maybe we'll never understand. Who knows? I don't know. But I did through the Woolsey fires, like the only way to, it was, everything was on fire. Phone lines were down. Like sure. it was like fucking Mars up there in Malibu. Mm-hmm. And I had to get to this draft and I did drive over like fallen electrical lines, like o- drove Christ. over it. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. just was like, I was like, right that, let's go. Like it just, but yeah. there were three checkpoints, right? So there was a police checkpoint because mm-hmm. uh, you couldn't get past the first police checkpoint. In order to get past the first one, you had to be uh, LAPD, LAFD. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order to get past the second one, you had to be higher level, you know? And then the last one was like, you know, eight firemen, whatever. And like one, no, it was actually one. And there were eight on the second one, right? So the first one, I'm like, oh, fuck. Everyone I see ahead of me is driving up to the checkpoint, making you turn, right. driving up, right? They live there. Sure. Like yeah. they can't go to their own homes. And so I pull up and I'm like, I'm like, hey guys, I'm just like visiting a friend, da da da, whatever. And like, are you any coming? So I'm like, yes, yes, I am. Yeah. And I'm just going to pick her up and da da da. And then I'm like, I'll be so quick. I will be so quick. I can literally give you my. <laughs> but then they, an hour later, your fucking friend is a giraffe with the fucking head out the fucking window. Like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Like, guys, it's a Toys R Us. I did a pay, par- <laughs> pay partnership with Toys R Us. Quick, just put your head down. Yeah. I'm a fucking giraffe. <laughs> the way men do it with girls for blowjobs. <laughs> okay, so, so then, you know, it's, I mean, so then I'm like, and they're like, let me buy. Because yeah. I'm that, I'm convincing. I really pull out my acting chops just for cops, uh, not TV shows. <laughs> and then second one, it's like, there's like eight. And you're like, this isn't good. This yeah. is like, like uniforms, there's smoke. I mean, we're in smoke, right? There's yeah. smoke on either side of us. It's like no one's getting past, no one should have gotten past that. Sure. So then I go up and I'm like, hey guys, I actually, I I know this sounds crazy, but they already are kind of are like, mm, she got past the first one. So right. they, you know what I mean? Then you get to this thing right. where they're like, hmm, she's pre approved. Why? Why? You know? Some of the second one, it's like a mile down. And I'm like, hey guys, I'm so sorry. This is so embarrassing, but I, uh, my name's Whitney Cummings. I do your Chris, like I've done your Christmas party a couple times. It's like, no fucking way. Like, what's up, dude? And I was like, hey, yeah. I was like, I know I'm not supposed to be here. Like, I know this is super dangerous. Like, I just have to get one thing. I just work in animal welfare. This amazing. Right. Like, I just have to drop one thing off. Yeah. I just have a generator for somebody. And like, I swear I'll turn around. I can even leave my car here if you want. Yeah. Or like, take my phone, whatever you need to know that I'm not, you know. Yeah. And then I, like, they're like, you have 10 minutes or something or something. Right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, and then, mile, another checkpoint. Fucking fuck. God damn it. And they're all ca- talking. And by the time I get to him, I know he's like, hey, Whitney. Wow, yeah. What's up? Yeah. And I was like, do you want to see a giraffe? <laughs> <laughs> and he went, fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Like, you just have to, like, pivot. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to just get to it. You got to accomplish whatever it is the mission is. And, and that's that's amazing that you do that, A. It's something I would I would have never thought of when I see wildfires, et cetera, uh, in California. But yeah. now that I see that, it, it is something that it's like in the Rolodex now. I think it's sure. because of somebody like you educating. So I mean, it's like- But if, you know what I mean, though? I, like, I a lot of think people of in like, LA have horses and they don't know shit about horses. Like, they have a lot of animals they don't know anything about. It's like, fine. It's just right. like rich people that are like, I want to be a horse person or like, I want to have horses in my- my Instagrams or something, and it's like the horses die of colic because we're out in a desert and they do have to use this thing called sand. Like they just don't. 
they have horses and no trailers. I mean, it's like, I think it's that's illegal, but mm -hmm. no one cares about animals, their property, their cars, you know? Right. So it's like a bunch of people have horses, but they don't have trailers to move them when the horse is sick or the horse needs to get out of a fire. Sure. And then they're getting out their, you know, vintage cars and not their animals, like kind of, you know what I mean? Which is the best thing you can do is just open their gates and horses know what to do. Right. So you just go to their shoes and you write the phone number and the oh, location wow. of the horse. Yeah. Let the horse go. Yeah. Because they'll get away from fires on their own. Yeah. And then someone will, you know, find them, bring them back. Like we can deal with that. They'll be safe. But if they're in a barn, right. they will die, obviously, which is what happened up in, in Ojai. Mm -hmm. Like a bunch of horses were trapped in because it uh. was a, because it was a, a door with the, with bars mm -hmm. or they'll try to get out. And I mean, the pictures of my phone make me want to kill yourself. And they rip their chest open and die, uh. bleed to death or infection. Or it's like they're so injured, break their legs. So yeah. if horses break their legs, they can't, they don't live. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just more like, I, like I love, I just, I love to do it. Like I feel, yeah. you know, because I, uh, I don't have kids. So I'm like, you guys have kids. You can't do this. Like I'll do it. And then sure. when I can't do it anymore, someone else will do it. This it's is, this is what's called classing it up. This is classing it up. I love it. I end these very awkwardly. I'm obsessed with you. Uh, I said to Pat, I was like, okay, I don't want to keep him. Just do hour and a half. Hour and a half. Don't let me go over. Yeah. What do we do? Four hours. Yeah. What? Well, Shut up. First, she put you on ice for 40 minutes. Okay, that, okay, 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 okay. Three, and then we did three. Okay, well, okay. Has this been four hours? Three. What well, is you've been here for four. Oh. This it's doesn't been, even seem like we, it. This feels like two hours. Yeah, because we like each other. Yeah. This, oh, is great. Of, get along. this is one of the best episodes we've taped. Oh, wow. I I agree. Yeah. That's very kind. Pat never says that. I, this is one of like four where I'm like gut laughing the whole time. Oh, wow. Well, that's... At whose expense? <laughs> Mostly yours. His favorite episodes are when 20-year friends of mine yeah. come in yeah. and make fun of me <laughs> in ways that no one else can. He loves it when people that like have n are not scared of me at all just come in and like, remember when you like lied about that thing or whatever? <laughs> well, I, 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 you, you, this is the only podcast where the host doesn't need a microphone. So it's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, Whitney, oh, no. that was just a fun, I, you know, I love you. <laughs> I know. I truly, genuinely no, I know. have okay. affection and love for you. Yeah. Over the course of the years of doing this, there's, like I was saying during that, that pandemic thing where there's people where you just pick it right back up again. And I, Always. I'm, I'm glad family. to have oh, been no, here today. So thank insult. you so much. Um, I, assuming I am operating under the right definition of love, I do love you. My definition of love, I do love you. I would say that to you. Cool. See yeah. you in six years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, truly. Oh, shit. Don't ride elephants. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for three ninety nine. 
Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.